And we are speaking with the head coach of the Adams Central Patriots, head coach Sean Mulligan. Coach Mulligan, thanks for joining us. Yep, good evening. So first of all, let's talk a little bit about last week's win, Valentine. Uh, it was a good win. Obviously, you guys won by a lot. 64 to nothing, I think, was the final score there. And uh, even though it was a big score in the first half, you I remember you telling me the defense didn't play quite up to what you thought they could. They were a little bit uh, – they bent a little bit, but they didn't break in that first half. Yeah, you're nitpicking, I guess, if you went 64 to nothing and you're not necessarily happy with how the team performed. I do think that the players kind of overlooked Valentine a little bit at the beginning of the game. Valentine was very physical. Um, offensively, they had a good amount of success early on. They did some things differently than we hadn't seen before and it took us a while to kind of adjust to that too. And uh, this team has been very consistent all year long. They played at a high level. And, you know, even against Valentine, we still played, you know, pretty well to win 64 to nothing. But just the overall physicality and effort was a little bit lacking. But uh, I don't think that'll be the case going into the future rounds in the playoff. And then with uh, that game, the second half, especially the third quarter, it seemed like you guys really turned it on. Yeah, it snowballed on them too. We got uh, a little bit more energy on the defensive side of the ball, got a pick six, and then it just kind of took off from there, and it was it was really good second half. And you came out slinging in the first part of the game uh, with Evan Johnson throwing it all over the place. Yeah, based off of what we had seen on film study as far as how they – we thought that they would cover us and our and our receivers in the secondary that we were going to put the ball in his hand and allow them allow him to make decisions and throw it to our receivers and he did a really good job probably one of his best games for a half in, in quite a while yeah and talk a little bit about that and, and probably one of the bigger games of his career a state playoff game because I think that was his third state playoff game and he was able to put up a performance like that where very few incompletions very few mistakes and also obviously the line deserves a lot of credit as well yeah he's Evan's done well for four years for us his completion percentage has gone up the thing that a lot of people probably take for granted and don't notice is he doesn't throw interceptions either, even though we put the ball in his hand and throw it a decent amount of time. And we've had very few sacks this year. That's a combination of both the offensive line protecting very well and Evan's ability to read blitzes and coverages and get the ball out of his hand um, real quickly. So those two, two aspects together make us pretty successful in the passing game. And then you were able to run the ball pretty well. You didn't run it as much as you did pass it, especially while the game was still uh, not out of hand, I, sh- I should say. And with that, that's going to be important coming into the later rounds here, being able to run the ball. Sure, you want to be two-dimensional. You want to be able to do both. Our our game plan against Valentine was to throw the ball first and run second. Uh, that hasn't always been the case this year, depending on film study that we have. And we're, we're blessed enough to have a good running back and good quarterback and good skill people out there that we can hopefully do both. And uh, we were patient with our run game. It wasn't any big plays that we had. We were able to get enough when we needed it and threw the ball more, especially early on, to have success. And, then of course, in the playoffs, everything's a little bit amplified, so avoiding those mistakes and turnovers was key, and you guys did that on Friday. Yeah, we've been sound in that area all year long. We've probably been on the plus side when it comes to just you know, field position and, and turnovers, which definitely helps your success. And then how, how nice it is, it, uh, do you think maybe, you know, last year you say you didn't make the playoffs, even though you did. I'm saying if you didn't make the playoffs, um, do you think the playoff experience really helped in this game is my question, I guess I'm trying to say? Yeah, I think so. But I, I think this team's a little bit different as far as how they approach the games each and every week. It's been very businesslike. They enjoy each other and have a lot of fun. But uh, they know what they want to get done, need to get done. And so I think that they took a business-like approach through week one through nine and have carried that over in the playoffs too. All right, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll talk about Aurora right after this on ESPN 1550.
Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Welcome back to High School Football here on ESPN 1550 KICS Hastings. We are here with the Adams Central Patriots on the road against Aurora for the second round of the Class C one state playoffs. We're talking to head coach Sean Mulligan. So this week, like we said, you have Aurora and it's on the road. Are you a little bit worried about that? You guys have been really good on the road. Doesn't seem like the play drops off too much when you guys leave Adams Central. Well, I hope not. Of course, we would rather be playing at home. Uh, the good thing is we'll have good field conditions no matter what the weather, and it's supposed to be nice for us. And it'll be a great atmosphere for both teams. Aurora has a strong tradition. They'll have a lot of players or a lot of people there to, to support their team, and hopefully we will do also. And just a great place to play a football game. And then last year, this is the, the, the round, the game rather, where you guys lost. And do the kids remember that, or are they kind of just putting last year behind them and they're just focusing on Aurora now? Well, it's the quarterfinals, yeah. I think they're aware of the fact that uh, we didn't play to our – potential against Wahoo last year but that was last year this is a different opponent this is a different team and I think that that's probably in the back of their mind and then talking about a different team this Aurora team you guys did play them in week one won that game 24 to 8 but uh they started off the season two or three a little bit slow but ever since then they've been on a tear they've won six in a row now including last week's playoff win so this is a different team than that week one team you guys faced yeah record wise they started off slow but they played a very very tough schedule at the beginning of the season and they were trying to find their identity both offensively and defensively losing a lot of seniors from the previous year and they have a lot of talent a lot of size they're excellent coaching and they definitely know who they are now going into the playoffs and this is a completely different Aurora team than we saw week number one and you mentioned it the size difference which is something we talked about in that week one matchup was the size difference between their line and your guys's line it obviously didn't affect that game too much because your guys's line played really well in that game are you worried about that size difference at all this time around Sure, you bet. I mean, when you have physically imposing players, they can kind of lean on you for four quarters. It's definitely a concern, but hopefully our strength and speed and size and aggressiveness will be able to counteract that. And then this is a team that can pass and run, so it makes them tough to deal with defensively. Yeah, they're a run-first team. That's kind of their identity now, but they definitely are um, a threat to throw the ball, not uh, consistently on a regular basis. They will do that to complement their run game, but uh, they are a multidimensional offense. And then with this uh, Aurora team, they are the defending C1 champs, and they did lose some players from last year, but they still do have some championship experience on this team, so they're not going to be an easy out even though it's a 9-1 matchup here. No. They're the state champion. They're the state champion until someone beats them. Coach Mulligan, what are the keys to game tonight? Third down conversion. I think that's been a key for us all year long. We've done a good job of staying on the field and getting them off the field. Field position I think is definitely – an important part of it where you don't have to drive a full length and uh, making sure that the game early on is competitive that you don't let it snowball on you because I think this team is talented enough to to stay with the roar for four quarters and not come out at the end um, in the positive way and uh, with a lot of atmosphere and energy going on you don't want it to to continue in a negative way if it does start off in that way and I think that that's important for us to just stay the course and stay positive no matter what happens and if we do that I think we'll you know be competitive in the fourth quarter you know how I know it's playoff time I'm getting no nonsense mulligan I didn't get I didn't get uh score one more point than the other team (laughs) 
Well, yeah, I do want to score one more point. That is the key. We go over stats with our players every week, and the most important stat is our score and their score. And all that rushing and passing and turnovers are irrelevant. As long as you can just put the ball in the end zone, kick an extra point more than the other team, then you end up in a positive way. And hopefully the things on the field take care of that score and you're better in all aspects and then also in the points too. All right, Coach Mulligan, well, thank you very much for stopping by and good luck tonight against Aurora. Yeah, thank you. You've been listening to the Coach's Pre-Game Show. Stay tuned. Play-by-play coverage is up next on ESPN 1550, KICS Hastings. As a paramedic, we do interfacility transport, so I see and interact a lot with Mary Lanning. I was on the job, bent down to lift the stretcher and kind of had a little bit of a pull in my back. After the injury, was not able to do much. Then was referred to Dr. Bell, Mary Lanning and Hastings. And Dr. Bell reviewed things and decided that surgery was the best option for me. After the surgery, I was able to continue to do my job at the highest level, even more so now than I was before. Mary Lanning felt like I was not just a number. They're not just doing the medicine. They're taking care of the person as a whole and that person's family. My name is Nathan Wigert, and I'm a patient of Dr. Scott Bell at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. High School Football is brought to you by the ESPN 1550 KICS Sports Boosters. Local business supporting local youth and local athletics. Good evening and welcome to Class C1 State Playoffs. It's the quarterfinals here on ESPN 1550 KICS Hastings. Mike Spataro here with you alongside my uh, color commentator, Wade Dykeman, former St. Cecilia football player, former champion, state champion, he knows about these state playoffs and also former special teams coach over at St. Cecilia as well. Tonight we have the Adams Central Patriots on the road taking on the Aurora Huskies. The Patriots 10-0 and coming in this game. Aurora 8-3, and but they've won seven in a row after starting off 1-3. and Tonight's presenting sponsors for the 2019 high school state playoffs. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Impact Ag Partners. Your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Your local Pioneer Seed dealer, Pioneer, knows more. Let's get you the starting lineups here. We'll start with the Aurora Huskies. On offense, at quarterback, they have number seven, Trevor Dvorak. Running back, number 22, Caleb Morrill. At fullback, they have Anthony Jividen. At uh, fullback, like I just said, at wide receivers, they have Jacob Settles and Colby Wessels. At tight end, they have uh, Jamo Herzberg. And Nate Borkercher. And then on the offensive line, they have Ryan Marlett, Gage Griffith, Meyer Sykes, Chen Go, and Sam Schroeder to line out the uh, or uh, end out the offense. They're on defense. For the tackle positions, they have Cole Fiala and Mac Owens. At nose guard, they have Aaron Jividen. Inside linebackers, Trevor Dvorak, the quarterback. Uh, the other inside linebacker is Brendan Barger. At the outside linebacker positions, they have Brady Collingham and Colby Wessels. Then in the defensive backs at safeties is Carlos Colazzo and Kyle Larson. And then at the cornerback positions, we have Caleb Morrill and Andrew Bell. Then moving over to the Adams Central starting lineup, 
quarterback, Evan Johnson. Wide receiver and defensive back is Micah Gangenbach. Eli O'Day, also at wide receiver and defensive back. Slade Smith plays uh, linebacker. Tyler Selecta at the wide receiver position. Cam Foster plays linebacker, along with uh, Leif Spady, who plays wide receiver and defensive back. And then Oakland Smith, the team's leading interception getter at middle linebacker for the Adams Central Patriots. And then on the offensive line and defensive line, they have Sam Hamburger, Drew Vonderfecht, uh, Max Granstrom, and, of course, Dylan Anderson to line out the line. Tonight, again, it's uh, Adam Central, the 10-0 Patriots on the road taking on the 8-3 Aurora Huskies, a rematch of a Week 1 football game. They also played in Week 1 last year. The last time Adam Central was here in Aurora was Week 1 of last year, and that game was quite a blowout. Uh, Aurora taking it pretty easily in that one. But this year, in the first game over at Adam Central, the Patriots won 24-8 against the defending state champs. And that's another thing I should mention. Aurora is the defending state champs. So, uh, Wade, tonight, uh, we're expecting a pretty darn competitive football game here tonight with this 1-9 matchup. Yeah, we sure are. This is an exciting rematch against two really quality teams. Uh, I think the difference is going to be the defensive side of the football and who makes those stops. And, um, you know, if, you, if you're Aurora... You need to get Adam Central into those third and longs and, and get this potent Patriot offense off the field and uh, put pressure on the quarterback. And then for Adam Central, uh, get your takeaways. Attack that, um, attack that offense. Five interceptions a week ago. Two of them returned back for touchdowns. So uh, these linebackers will flow heavy to the football. Uh, Roar likes to run the ball and mix in some passing. So I think uh, the, the defense is going to be the deciding factor in who gets those stops takeaways in this game and when you're in a game like this that might end up being a really close game a tight game in the fourth and you look at it adam central really hasn't had that all year do you think the fact that they haven't had a close game really all year would affect them once they get into a close game in the fourth quarter or do you think they'll be able to stay within their game you know it might affect them uh, mentally a little bit at first because uh, they haven't really been battle tested all season uh, Aurora, I think, was probably their closest game that they've played in the, in the first game of the season. So, um, you know, they may have to shake off some nerves if this game gets to that point. So uh, we'll see how they respond, and I think we're going to see a heck of a matchup tonight. And we're about 20 seconds away from kickoff. The kids are getting lined up here at Aurora High School. Aurora will receive. Adam Central will kick the ball off. Aurora will be moving from right to left to start out. And, of course, here at uh, Aurora High School, they have a nice turf field. It's all well lit. And they got a big uh, crowd here tonight. Adam Central brought a big crowd along with them as well on the opposing side. So it should be a nice game, loud game, very intense. And it should be a fun one here tonight as we are ready for kickoff here at Aurora High School. Here is the kick by the Patriots. It's going to be a high kick. And it's going to be fielded at about the 15-yard line by the Huskies. He's going to get across the 20 down at the 27-yard line. And that's where Aurora will start this first drive of the football game. This Aurora offense... They're a team that can do both, but they do like to run the ball. Yeah, they can mix it up. Uh, yeah, their, their bread and butter basically is to run the football, and we're going to see them um, utilize the ground game with a couple different guys, including Trevor, Trevor Dvorak. Um, and then I think to, to kind of loosen him up a little bit is get, hit some of those short perimeter shots that they like, uh, hit those receivers on the edge and, and stuff like that to get his uh, confidence built up. Now here they have uh, lined up in the shotgun formation. They're going to hand the ball off here. He's going to break a tackle, spin through one, and get tackled down at the 34-yard line. So a nice gain there, a gain of six on the first down. That's Caleb Morrill there on the carry, and a nice way to start the drive for the Aurora Huskies. Yeah, good way to get your offense. They go with the double back set, and uh, you're going to get one guy at least lead blocking for you and mix it up. 
Now here on second and four, they line up in the shotgun formation. Once again, a low snap. Trevor Dvorak picks it up. They're going to throw a little hitch route a la Adam Central there. It's not going to get much. It's going to get him about a yard. And now they'll be forced into an early third down here. Third and three for the Huskies here early on. You know, and this is much more manageable. They need to be in these short um, third down positions here. Uh, makes it more effective for them to be able to run their offense on the ground or through the air, those short passes. Now here on third and two. 11 minutes left to go here in the first quarter. They line up in the shotgun formation. Ball's on the ground. Dvorak picks it up, and he's going to be hit in the backfield. That's going to be a big play for the Patriots there. They are able to get a defensive stop, a three and out right away. And if you're Sean Mulligan, that's how you like to start the game. That was Max Granstrom there on the sack after the ball hit the ground. I didn't really see what happened. Was it just a bad snap? Yeah, it was a snap back to him in the shotgun. Just went through his hands and kind of struggled with it by his feet there. Uh, tough break for Aurora because I think you could have picked up the first down. There was a hole there. Now here on fourth down, looks like they are going to punt it. It was a tight punting formation there. The punter wasn't too far back. It's going to be fielded here at the 37-yard line and fair caught here by Eli O'Day. And this is where the Patriots will start their first drive of the football game at the 37. And now already decent starting field position. Sean Mulligan talked about it in the pregame show. You like it when you can outfield position an opponent. Absolutely, yeah. You want to get the good field position and start your offense. We know what this offense can do uh, as far as spreading out, throwing the football and running. So. Great field position here, and we'll see if uh, Aurora's defense can, can stand tall. Ten and a half minutes here in the first quarter to go, and we talked about it a little bit in the pregame. Aurora's a big team. Yeah, they passed the eyeball test most definitely. Now here on first down, the Patriots going to line up in the pistol formation. Three receivers to Evans' left. They're going to fake or hand it off here to Gabe Conant. Gabe Conant's going to get a decent little run here. He's going to get down at the 40-yard line. Three yards on first down will make it second and seven. Oh, and you can see Aurora coming up and making a good stop there. These guys are playing physical early. I'm sure they want to uh, make their impact after losing the first game this season uh, against Adam Central. Yeah, and when you have a situation like this, you think the Aurora Huskies have that in the back of their head, the fact that they went to Adam Central and lost their first game of the season? You know, I would. I, I would think that's on their mind, and they really want to put something together tonight. Here on the shotgun formation, Evan Johnson in the backfield by himself. Three receivers to his right, two to his left. Uh, Patriots moving from left to right here. They're going to throw it on for second down. Excuse me. It's going to be caught here on the far sideline for that little hitch route that the Patriots love to run on the sideline. It's going to get them down to third and one. So now here we see Adam Central facing a very manageable third down, much like Aurora did on their first drive. Yeah, it sure is. And Aurora's doing some different things. They're bringing their corners up and then before the snap, dropping them back about 10 yards. So I think they're trying to get Evan Johnson a little uncomfortable and um, try and get him to make some rough decisions here. Now here on third and one, Evan Johnson in the backfield by himself on this third and one play, and he's going to run it. He's going to get a nice lane. He's going to get a first down and more. He's going to be down at the 44-yard line of Aurora. Big run there, and not a play we see often from the Patriots. No, we sure don't. Evan doesn't carry the ball a ton in the game, and only one touchdown on the season, and I don't even think quite 200 yards. So um, it's good to see him getting going in that uh, quarterback drop play there. You mentioned it to me before the game, uh, Evan Johnson ran it nine times in that Aurora game in week one, and we don't think we've seen him run it more than five since then. So maybe they know something here with uh, Aurora that that uh, maybe they're a little susceptible to a quarterback sneak or whatever. But here on first down, we have a flag come out before the snap. It's a false start on the Patriots. That'll push them back to first and 15. That's one of those little mental errors here early on. Yeah, we've seen them play this season, and they've been a clean football team, not a team to self-inflict penalties on themselves. So, um, I, you know, maybe a few nerves here early. Yeah, they, this was the round they lost in last year, the quarterfinals. They lost to Wahoo, and uh, they, as Sean Mulligan said in the pregame, they didn't play up to their level, or at least he thought so. Here on first and 15, Patriots line up in the pistol. 
Going to hand the ball off here to Gabe Conant. And he's going to get a nice little gain here on first down. Yeah, nice little run there. Um, got a couple of yards. Gabe Conant, we're going to see him get the ball uh, 20, 30 times in this game uh, to get him going and, and mix in some run and pass with him. Now it's going to be first and – or second, excuse me, and 13. So only a couple yards there on first down, but positive gain moving forward on the uh, distance there. Now here on second down, they're going to line up in the uh, pistol formation. Three receivers to Evans' right, one to his left. They're going to hand the ball off again here. Gabe Conan had a little hole there, but it closed up quick. He was able to get the ball down to the 40-yard line, so this will make it a more manageable third down, about a third and six now here for the Patriots. Going right at that Aurora defense here. Uh, they're running the 3-4 scheme, so uh, they're just lining up, trying to get their big boys out of the way in the, in the front line there, and Adam Central doing a good job running straight downhill at them. Now we have a big third down and six here, 7.55 left to go here in the first quarter. This is the thing. The Aurora defense is really good. They line up in the pistol formation here, does the Patriots. 15 seconds left on the playcock here. They snap the ball, fake the handoff. Evan Johnson drops back to throw. He's got a man open. He completes it, hit right away. Caught there by Eli O'Day for a first down, down at the 31-yard line. Nice job there to get the first down on third and six. Heck of a throw there to, to find Eli O'Day in the zone, and he took a shot but hung onto the ball. That's That was a great catch by Eli O'Day. That's some playoff football right there. That's something we don't see a lot, you know, with the Patriots. Usually they got guys streaking wide open, and they get tackled by their shoelaces or they get into the end zone, but there, that was a catch and a big hit, and he was able to hang on. Some exciting football here early on. First and 10 from the 32 now for the Patriots, Evan Johnson. Lines up in the backfield by himself. Three receivers to his left this time, two to his right. Evan going to take the snap, going to drop back to throw. He's going to throw underneath here, over the middle, over Gabe Conan's head. He's going to be incomplete there. And uh, Evan just not able to find Gabe. Yeah, I was looking for Gabe kind of on a, a vertical route there. And uh, If that would have been off Gabe's hand, it could have been a tip ball interception there for Aurora because they had a safety uh, right there in position. Yeah, that, uh, that was a very dangerous throw. And Gabe was a, a little bit covered there in that zone. It looks like uh, Aurora's going to run a lot of zone here early on, at least. Now here on second down and 10. Clock has stopped at 7.16. Left to go here in the first. Patriots line up in the pistol. They're going to hand the ball off here to Gabe Conant. Gabe Conant's going to make a man miss. Going to get a nice little run here. And he's going to be down at the 28-yard line. Nice gain of four there. On uh, second down, that'll make it a much more manageable third and six here. And you can tell these lanes aren't as big as they usually are for Gabe Conan either. No, you normally we see him bouncing plays like that for 10, sometimes 15 yards. And Aurora doing a heck of a job right now staying in tight and, and forcing everything everything downhill. And that was actually a five-yard gain, so that'll make it third and five now here for the Patriots. And on third and five, they will line up in the shotgun formation. Evan Johnson by himself in the backfield. They've been liking this formation tonight here on this third down, Evan Johnson is going to take the snap back. Uh, he's going to roll out to his right here. He's going to run with it himself. He's going to get the first down, I believe. No, he's going to be very close. We'll see where they mark him down at. I believe he got it. I don't think they've made a call yet, have the refs. He's down at the 23-yard the line. And I think we're going to have to bring out the chain gain here. So if they, even if they don't get it, you got to think. At this point, they're probably going to go for it on a fourth down, yeah. unless they unless they are calling it. It looks like the mile the marker is well short of the first down. So the refs are talking. They did stop the clock, but I think they're keeping it at a fourth down. So it is going to be about fourth and inches here for the Patriots. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, it looks like they might be subbing their 
They're punting unit onto the field here. I still see Evan Johnson on the field. Oh, yeah, he is still in there. They did make a couple subs there, though. The Aurora crowd fumbling their feet. They're getting loud here. They know this is a big play. Fourth and less than one here. Patriots got to get to the 22-yard line to get a first down. They're going to line up in a wishbone formation here. And they're going to hand the ball off to Gabe. Gabe's going to fight his way forward, and he's going to get a first down. He's going to be down at the 20. Good job there by Gabe Conant to keep his feet moving, get through the line of scrimmage, and he's down at the 19. Big first down there on fourth and one. Yeah, it sure was. Uh, Roar doing a good job previously on pass coverage, putting him in that fourth down, but Adam Central getting a nice push up front, picking up a huge first down for him. And right now we're already seeing it's not as easy as it usually is for the Patriots. Yeah, this is a, a drive they're really going to work on here. I mean, this is um, 10, 15 play drives we might see tonight from the Patriots. The Huskies are going to have to do the same on offense if they want to match the Patriots. Here on first down, they line up in the pistol formation. Three receivers out to Evans' right. Here we have a flag come out pre-snap again. Another false start here. It was a uh, two-set hike. What do they call that again? I'm forgetting. Well, they're trying to they're go on two on, a, on their cadence. Yeah, going two on the, yeah, on the, the hikes. But there it was another false start. And uh, that will make it first and 15 now for the Patriots. They uh, shoot themselves in the foot a little bit here again. Yeah, we really two penalties on this drive already, and we really don't see that much from from the Patriots this season. So um, maybe a little nerves kicking in. I think a little bit of nerves. Playing against the state champions in the second round of the state playoffs, we'll do that to you here on second and, or first and fifteen. They're gonna fake the handoff. Evan Johnson's gonna drop back to throw. This one's gonna be tipped, almost intercepted. Evan was looking for his man here on the near sideline. Great play there by the linebacker for the Aurora Huskies. That was. Nate Borkercher there on the tip ball almost picked it off. Yeah, that was close. He almost picked it off. He did have a wide open receiver. Uh, if he would have got it over the top of Borkercher's head, uh, there would have been a, a big pickup for Adam Central. So now second and 15 here for the Patriots. 4.56 left to go here in the first quarter. They're going to line up with four receivers to Evans' left, one to his right. They got Leif Spady. By himself on the right side. It looks like he is going to be blanketed over here, though. Drops back to throw to Evan Johnson. He's looking for a man open. He's going to run with it himself. He's going to get a first down and more. He's going to get down to the 10. He's going to be into the end zone. Evan Johnson with a 24-yard touchdown run. He got those legs moving to get that up to 6 to nothing. The Patriots here strike first. Man, what an athletic play by Evan Johnson. We don't see him run a lot, but I'll tell you what. When he does, uh, he had a full head of steam going there. and uh, They had, like you said, blanketed receivers on the edges, so... He took off for a nice gain, a big touchdown for the Patriots. And that's the kind of trouble when you have so many guys focusing on the wide receivers. You lose sight of the quarterback there. He had a wide open lane, and he didn't go down either. He looked for his receivers, and Leif Spady here on the near sideline put out a good block for him. Yeah, play, playoff football. He's not going to slide or anything. He's going to take the hit and, and try and get in the end zone. Now here's the extra point. Snap is good. Hold is good. Kick is good. That makes our score 7 to nothing. Patriots lead. 447 left to go here in the first. We'll take a quick timeout. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946 with over 70 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you are building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evening and Saturday by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. ESPN 1550, KICS. 
Welcome back to the quarterfinals of the C1 state playoffs here on ESPN 1550. It's the Adam Central Patriots on the road taking on the Aurora Huskies. Let's get you our presenting sponsors for football here on ESPN 1550. Mary Lanning Healthcare, Your Care, Our Inspiration, Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, and Impact Ag Partners, your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer, Pioneer knows more. Here's the kickoff for the Patriots after they scored there. It's a booming kick. Going to drop down at the three, go into the back of the end zone for a touchback. Uh, Huskies will start this drive at the 20-yard line, and that last drive capped off by a 24-yard touchdown run there by Evan Johnson. That was a 12-play drive there. Uh, to mention that to you, Mike, there. 12-play drive, and now Adams or Aurora is going to have to try and capitalize here. And now here on first down, 447 left to go here in the first quarter. The Huskies are just now coming out on the field. 20 seconds left to go here on the play clock. They're going to line up in the shotgun formation is Aurora. And here on first down, they're going to run the ball with Trevor Dvorak, the quarterback. He's going to get a decent little gain here. Uh, two yards, we'll call it, on first down. That'll make it second and eight. The Adam Central D, they might be a little bit smaller here than the Aurora Huskies offensive line especially, but they, they battle just like they did that week one matchup. Yeah, when you look at initially here, Aurora's line is so big, and um, Adam Central's, they're smaller, they're strong, but uh, you'd think that Aurora would be able to push them around, but they're tough kids on that Adam Central D-line. Now here on second and eight, Aurora's going to line up in the shotgun, going to uh, uh, pitch the ball here. He's going to make a man miss in the backfield, but then he's swarmed by a bunch of Patriots. That's Caleb Morrill there on the carry. Tried to make some men miss. He couldn't. There's too many. There, and he lost four yards there on second down. It's going to make it third and 12 now here for the Huskies. And, yeah, great job by Adam Central. We've seen these linebackers flow all over the field this season uh, in that 3-4 defense. You've got guys like Slade Smith and um, uh, Oakland Cam, Smith, yeah, Oakland Cam, Smith Foster, Cam Foster. Yep. So those guys they got come some, up and, and make plays. Yes, they do. They're good in the pass coverage as well. This linebacking core really good for Adam Central. Here on third and 12, Javork's going to drop back and throw. He's going to throw it deep, and it's going to be over the head of the wide receiver there. And it wasn't even that deep. It was really to the original line of scrimmage. That ball kind of hung up there. No one was really open either. So good defense there by the Patriots, and they force another three and out. A good start here by the Patriots, D. Yeah, heck of a job when you uh, get a team down and, uh, behind the sticks there, third and long, and, and able to get good uh, pass pass rush on them and good coverage on the outside. Now here on this fourth down play, they are going to be forced to punt it. Eli O'Day back at the 50-yard line. He's going to let it bounce, and I don't know if he's going to pick it up. It's going to go to the 40 and down at the 36-yard line, 35-yard line, Adam Central will come out with decent starting field position once again, already up 7 to nothing here in this first quarter. Yeah, we'll see if they can keep their momentum going right now. Two big stops on defense for them, and um, we know what this offense is going to look like. They'll spread you out, and they'll also run pistol and, and run the ball with Gabe Conan. So um, it'll be interesting and exciting to see what they, what they pull out here. Now here on this first down play, they do mark them down at the 35-yard line. For the Patriots. And Adam Central still huddled up here. 20 seconds left to go on the play clock. This is nice. I like these high schools that have the play clock in the back of the end zones. Now here on this first and 10 play, they'll line up in the pistol formation here. Will the Patriots? Gabe Conant behind Evan Johnson. Evan Johnson's going to drop back a throw. He's looking deep. He's throwing deep. He's got the man covered there. And it's up in the air. And it's caught. Caught there by the Adam Central Patriot player all the way down at the 26-yard line. So their first shot downfield, I believe that was Gangenbach who caught the ball. They completed a beautiful throw by Evan Johnson. And 
he was covered there. Just the wide receiver, Gangenbach, was a little bit bigger than that cornerback. Yeah, when you throw it up to 6'3", uh, Gangenbach right there, he climbs the ladder, goes up and snags the football. Big catch right there. And I think he might have had even two options there. Uh, I think he was even looking for Slutka on the, on the inside route as well. So huge pickup for Adam Central. First and 10 now from the 27-yard line after that big completion. Already putting him back in striking distance here. They're going to hand the ball off to Gabe Conant. Gabe Conant's going to fall forward for about a three-yard gain there down at the 24-yard line. So that'll make it second and seven now. Uh, as we said earlier, these holes are not as big for Gabe, but he's getting yards, and that's what you want. That's what you want. You want to move, keep moving forward. Absolutely, yeah. He's a tough runner, and he's one of those guys that you're not going to bring him down on first contact. You're going to have to get a bunch of guys around the ball to, to take him down. He's a strong, uh, tough runner. Now here on second and seven from the 24, two and a half minutes left to go here in the first. Like we said, Adam Central already back in striking position, trying to go up 14 nothing in this football game here. They're going to hand the ball off again to Gabe Conant. Gabe Conant's going to try to get some running room. Not going to get much here once again, maybe a couple yards down to the 21-yard line. So give him three more there on that second down carry. That'll make it about third and five now here for the Patriots. And this is a much more manageable down for them, uh, third and five. This, these teams don't want to see themselves in third and 12, third and 15, so... Uh, good job running the ball early there, and we'll see what they uh, draw up here on this third down play. Now here on third and five, 22 seconds left to go on the play clock. A minute 55 left to go here in the first quarter. Mike Spataro here with you alongside former St. Cecilia football player and special teams coach Wade Dykeman. Here on this third down play, they're going to line up with three receivers to the right in the pistol formation. Gabe Conan in the backfield. Devin Johnson's going to drop back and throw. He's looking for a man open, and this one's going to be underneath incomplete. The cornerback was able to get there. To Gangenbach. Gangenbach didn't have much room to breathe. Even if he caught that, I don't know if he would have gotten many yards. So that's going to make it fourth and five now here for the Patriots. Yeah, good cover out there by Morrill. And um, yeah, like you said, if Gangenbach caught that, I think he'd be stopped short. But uh, actually, it looks like they're keeping their offense on the field here. Yeah, they're kind of in that no man's land, you know, where you're not going to punt it from here. And you're not also going to be able to kick a field goal from here either. You don't have NFL kickers. So it's going to be a fourth and five attempt here by the Patriots at the 20. 220, yeah, 22 yard line here on this fourth down play. Evan Johnson's going to drop back to throw. He's going to roll out to his right. He's looking for a man open. He's got nobody open. He's going to throw underneath here. And that looks like it's caught there. What a play by Evan Johnson. He gets the first down. Evan Johnson throwing across his body underneath. He made that one look easy. Oh, gosh. Yeah, what an athlete. Evan Johnson rolling to his right. It looked like uh, Aurora had three guys that were going to attack him and take him down, but uh, throws across his body on the run and completes it. Looked like the Tyler Schleicher there. And when you. When you got a guy who can do that, it's really hard to stop him. Yeah, I I don't know how you slow something down like that. They, Aurora was all in good position. Yeah, dangerous to throw across your body, but I'll tell you what, if anybody can do it, it's Evan Johnson. The second he throw that, I was like, well, that's a dangerous throw, but it was a wide open guy. Well, not wide open. It was in coverage, but an open guy, and he was able to complete it. Here on first down, they're going to hand the ball off to Gabe Conant. Gabe Conant not getting much running room here tonight. He falls forward for about maybe a yard or two. We'll call it a one-yard gain, so that'll make it second and nine. 55 seconds left to go here in the first quarter. Yeah, they, it, no, you go. Uh, his eighth carry and long total right now is five yards, so we'll see Matt. I mean, at some point, he, he might bust one of these loose, but Aurora doing a really good job holding him holding him in check right now. And right now, they got to worry about stopping Evan Johnson because he's having himself a first quarter here, really doing good things here early on for the Adams Central Patriots on this second down play. Ten seconds left on the play clock. They line up in the pistol formation. Evan Johnson is going to fake the handoff here. He's looking to throw it over the middle. This one's going to be incomplete. Looking for his man Eli O'Day there. 
That would have been Eli's first touchdown on the season if we were able to catch it, but uh, incomplete there, so that'll make it third and nine now here for the Patriots. You've been checking your stats, haven't you, Mike? I have. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, looking for Eli O'Day there and good coverage there by Aurora. <laughs> now you're on this uh, third down play, a big third down play. you got to think, though, if they don't get it here, they're probably going to go for it once again, unless it matters how close they get to the end zone, I guess, because um, Selecta can kick those field goals. Yeah, he is a good kicker, but like you said, uh, we'll see if they uh, – if they don't get what they would decide to do. Now here on third and 10, they're going to line up at the 14-yard line. 22 seconds left to go. Evan Johnson's going to hand the ball off here to Gabe Conant on a little draw play, but it's going to be swallowed up quickly by the Huskies. That'll make it a little bit more manageable fourth down. I don't think they're quite within Selecta's range. They're down at the 11, so it's going to make it fourth and seven now, and I think this will take us to the end of the first. It will. So that that's it for one quarter here. The Patriots lead after one, seven to nothing over the Huskies. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. Trust has earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to the second round quarterfinals of the Class C-1 state playoffs here on ESPN 1550, KICS Hastings. Adam Central, 10-0 on the season. On the road against Aurora, 8-3 on the season. The Adam Central Patriots are the one seed. The Huskies are the ninth seed, but they are the defending state champs. And uh, we're seeing a level here of uh, play that Adam Central probably hasn't seen all year, even from the Huskies in that first game. They are up seven to nothing, though, facing a fourth and five, fourth and seven, actually, to start this second quarter here at the 11-yard line. They're probably, looks like they are going to, are they going to attempt a field goal here? This would be a 28-yard field goal if Select is able to make this. It would make it a, 10 to nothing lead, though, so that would be big as well. So we'll see what Selecta can do here with his leg. A 28-yard attempt here from Tyler Selecta in the playoffs. A big moment here for the senior. Selecta kicks it. That's a line drive, and it is through the uprights and good. That makes our score 10 to nothing. Aurora, or Adam Central, excuse me, leading this football game now. Big kick there. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. B&B Carpet and Donovan, now with Pergo Extreme Rigid Flooring, where high performance runs deep. Deeper visuals, deeper protection, deeper warranty. For the number one preferred brand in flooring, Pergo Extreme offers unmatched durability and a guarantee you expect from a high performance floor. Pergo Extreme's warranty is worry-free for life, providing extreme debt resistance, 100% kid and pet-proof warranty, and waterproof warranty. For the worry-free solution, see B&B Carpets and Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say, that's where we always go. ESPN 1550, KICS. That last field goal by Tyler Selecta, a 28-yarder to make it 10 to nothing for the Patriots, leading here over the Huskies in Aurora. Patriots in the second round of the state playoffs here, trying to get past where they were last year. Last year they lost to Wahoo in the second round of the state playoffs. Of course, they come into this state playoffs as the one seed. I think they were like the sixth seed last year, if my memory serves correct. Now here on this kickoff, the Patriots kick it off. It's a high kick, and this one is veering out of bounds, and it does go out of bounds. 
So a flag comes out here, and we'll see what the Patriots decide to do, or the Huskies decide to do, whether they want to spot the ball down at the 35-yard line or re-kick it. Yeah, no matter what, I think uh, Roar is going to get good, solid field position. So they now. did. They did that. Usually, we see teams opt for the re-kick, but here Aurora is just going to take it at the 35. Yeah, and especially an eight-man when we when we've called those, it seems like they have you re-kick almost every single time. So now here the Huskies line up on first down in a bunch formation here with Travoric under Dravoric, Dvorak, excuse me, under center. They're going to run a toss play here. And uh, Morrill's going to get a little bit of running room. He's going to be down at the 40-yard line. So a five-yard gain there on first down after that toss play. It'll make it second and five now. The Huskies, they really got to get something going here offensively. They didn't get a first down in that first quarter. Yeah, they kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit on those first couple drives. And now just lining up in the I formation, I, I think they're just going to try out-physicaling uh, Adam Central's defensive line here. Now here on second down, they're going to hand the ball off to their fullback there. That's number four, Mac Owens. He gets the carry, and he's still going, but he's going to be tackled behind the line of scrimmage. He made a few men miss, wasn't able to get anything going, and he loses a yard, so that'll make it third and six. The Adam Central uh, defense, they're able to make a stand. Yeah, a tough run by Mac Owens. I think he took him about four or five Patriots to take him down, but it's going to be hard-earning yards against this Patriot defense. They're, they're stout, and their linebackers, I'll tell you what, they can tackle and hit you pretty good. Third and six now here for the Huskies. They're going to line up in the I formation with two receivers to the right of Dvorak here. They're going to fake the handoff. Dvorak's going to throw a little screen pass here to Caleb Morrill. Caleb Morrill bobbles the ball, but he's able to come down with it, fall forward for a gain of about two. And once again, the Huskies are seeing themselves in a fourth down situation, fourth and four, fourth and three-ish, and we'll see what they decide to do there. Behind midfield, they're on their own side of the field, and it looks like they are going to bring out the punting unit here as uh, they still haven't been able to get past that first first down. Yeah, if they just needed one more guy to get a, a perimeter block out here for one of their wide receivers and uh, definitely could have picked up a first down, but good pursuit there by Patriot defense. Now here it looks like they might go for it here on this fourth down play. Fourth and three. They're going to fake the run with Trevor Dvorak. They're going to throw it underneath. He has a man open. Kind of a trick play there. Nice little play design. He ran up like he was going to run a quarterback sneak and then a little jump pass before he crossed the line of scrimmage for a first down. There is a flag on the play, though, so maybe he crossed the line of scrimmage. The flag's down at the 44-yard line. The completion was right at midfield. That's right where they marked him down at, right at the 48-yard line of Adam Central, actually. It is. He was across the line of scrimmage, so that's a loss of a down and a turnover on downs. Adam Central will take over, I believe, with the because uh, that was a – or was that an ineligible man downfield? What did they call that? I, I didn't quite catch it, Mike. I'm sorry. Yep, it is ineligible. Oh, yeah, it is an ineligible man downfield. Okay, I thought maybe he uh, threw it across the line of scrimmage, which would have been a turnover. But now they have fourth and eight after that penalty. So that'll make it a much more difficult fourth down, and I'm sure they'll probably punt it here. That's a play you, you probably don't bust that play out every often, and that's one you really want to get if you do complete it. Yeah, that was a heck of a call. I did not expect that. I don't think anybody did, and that was uh, a nice little play and picked up a good conversion. Now here on this fourth down play, it looks like Aurora is going to punt the ball. They do. It's a high punt. Eli O'Day going back to the 28 for it. He's uh, going to pick it up. He's going to get across the 25. Down at the 30, we have multiple flags come out. It looks like it's going to be a block in the back here on number 23 for the Adams Central Patriots. That is uh, Oakland Smith there, the linebacker for the Patriots. That'll push him back a little bit. That'll give them not great starting field position now here for Adams Central. 
yeah, and that's kind of one of those unnecessary penalties. Uh, you really didn't need to push the guy in the back there and um, set you back against the sticks here. Um, Coach Mulligan won't be too thrilled about that one. Yeah, and you heard the Aurora crowd. They saw it, and then the, the flags came out after they had the moans and groans. Let's get you a couple scoring updates, especially from Class C1 here. Right now, Hastings, or let's go to Class B first. Hastings is losing right now to Waverly, 7 and nothing. Adam Central, of course, winning right now, 10 and nothing. Pierce, 14 and nothing over Ord. That's who they would play, the winner of that game. And Wahoo. Up fourteen to nothing over Columbus Scotus and Ashland Greenwood up seven to nothing, seven to six against Wayne. Now here on this first down play, the Patriots are gonna hand the ball off to Gabe Conant. We have a flag on the play. We'll see what the call is. He's gonna be tackled behind the line of scrimmage. Or right at the line of scrimmage. That was Mac Owens there on the tackle. We'll see what the call is. It's in the area of holding. It is on Adam Central. Yep, it is holding, so that'll push him back. That'll make the first down much more difficult. A lot of flags here from Adam Central early on. Yeah, we don't see that too much from them like we mentioned. And uh, yeah, that, now that puts you in first and long here. and Back on your own five-yard line there. Yeah, that makes it first and very long. First and 20 now here for the Patriots. 9.37 left to go here. In the second quarter, first and 19, they're calling it. Now here, Adam Central's going to line up in the pistol formation. Evan Johnson in the backfield with Gabe Conant. Evan's going to fake the handoff, going to throw underneath here. It's going to be caught right at the line of scrimmage. Not much there on first down. Maybe a gain of two yards. Maybe a gain of, uh, yeah, actually, we'll call it about a yard. So that'll make it now second and 18 here for the Patriots. That was Micah Gangenbach there on the catch. Yeah, trying to find the underneath route that they've successfully hit so much, but uh, Aurora coming up and making the stop really solid. In the first game when we saw that, Evan Johnson kind of picked apart their defensive backs in that first game this year, but uh, they're standing tall right now. Now here on the second and 16, Aurora needs a stop here. Patriots line up in the pistol formation. Going to fake the handoff. Evan Johnson's back to throw. He's looking underneath. He's going to roll out here. He's still looking downfield. He's going to throw off his back foot. This one over the head of Gangenbach there, not able to get the catch. That was actually Leif Spady, the intended receiver. So now we'll have a third and 16 here for the Patriots. Yeah, good pass pressure by Aurora's defense, and then again, good coverage in the secondary. Uh, we haven't seen Evan Johnson have to scramble a whole lot this season to, to find his open receivers. So uh, good pressure by Aurora. There was a penalty there on the Patriots, but it was declined by the Huskies. So that will remain third and 16 now here for the Patriots. Very tough down and distance here, but we've seen them convert third downs like this all year. Yeah, we have. And the, like you said, this is a tough spot when you're inside your own 10-yard line. And uh, I don't know how how much you want to attack here or if you'll be conservative. Yeah, you're afraid of a turnover or a sack in the end zone. Very true. Here on third down, they line up in the pistol formation. Gabe Conan in the backfield behind. They're going to fake the handoff to Gabe. Evan Johnson's thrown deep over the middle. It's caught here by Leif Spady. It's going to be close to a first down. I don't think he quite got enough. He's down at the 24-yard line. I think they were hoping Leif would uh, get some more yards there. The first down marker is right there past the 25, so it's going to about be a yard and a half short. And I'll make it fourth and short. So they did go for it, but uh, weren't quite able to get it. That was a heck of a throw by Evan Johnson. He put that right into Leif Spady's chest and... Um, that was a college-level throw right there by Evan Johnson, and it, it looks like they are going to keep their offense on the field. 
And they are huddled up right now. Didn't see too many substitutions. They might try to run the ball here with Gabe Conant, but it has been tough sledding for Gabe here early on. And that's because of that big, big Aurora defense here. They do line up in a uh, running formation, a wishbone formation out of the shotgun. Here Evan Johnson's going to try to give him a little snap count. We do have a flag come out. I didn't see anybody move on the Aurora side. I think this is going to be a false start here. Another one. Yep, that is going to be a false start, so that'll push it back. It looked like Evan just came out, and they were going to try to make uh, Aurora jump off sides. Yeah, at that point, if uh, you're a Patriot offensive lineman, you got to know you, just, you don't move at all uh, unless a, a defender comes over the line of scrimmage. So uh, tough break there for the Patriots. So now they will be forced to punt the ball here. Will Adam Central. The return man for Aurora back deep at the 40-yard line. This is going to be a big play here. It's going to be blocked, and he's going to throw it forward. He picks it back up. I have no idea really what happened there. I started looking downfield for the uh, punt, but it was bobbled and dropped by the punter for Adam Central, and then he was sacked. He tried to throw it away, wasn't able to. I don't know if they're going to call that an incomplete. Either way, that's going to be a turnover on downs and a big play there by the Aurora special teams. That was a wild play. Yeah, bad snap to, um, I think, it's select, select a on that and uh yeah they easily could, probably could have got a uh, illegal man downfield penalty but uh, he was able to get rid of the football to, to somebody downfield on the patriots so aurora ball aurora ball here at the 20 yard line yeah that was a crazy play we just saw here on first down they're going to hand the ball off to caleb morrow caleb morrow is going to be decked in the backfield there big hit by the adam central patriot player i believe that was oakland smith there on the tackle he got there in the backfield quickly that's going to make it second and 12 after that two-yard loss by Caleb Morrow. Yeah, just when you think there's a little bit of momentum on Aurora's side, uh, these linebackers for Adam Central uh, get tough there and tackle them for a loss. And these Adam Central linebackers, I think all of them are going to be back next year. Oakland Smith, Cam Foster, and Hunter Collins, they're all sophomores, so they got a good linebacking core there. Oakland Smith, uh, the guy who has the most picks there, he's a sophomore. Here on second down, Javork's going to drop back to throw here. It's going to be underneath, going to be caught at the 18-yard line, and he's going to keep his meet, feet moving forward. He's going to be able to carry that uh, defensive back of Adam Central forward. That's going to make it third and very manageable. I think it's going to be about a third and six now here, third and seven for the Huskies. That was Nate Borkercher there on the catch. Yeah, tough tackle on the outside uh, by Sletka to bring down a big kid like that. It's 220. So, yeah, 220. Uh, tough physical runner so uh, it took a couple Patriots to bring him down on that play and he is the starting tight end there don't know how tall he is he looks like he's about 6'1 6'2 but 220 he's a big boy is that Borkercher for Aurora here on third and six six minutes left to go here in the second quarter Dvorak's going to fake the handoff he's under pressure he's going to run with it he's going to be down short of the first down marker it's going to be down at about the 15 yard line so a gain of about one there on third and eight. That'll make it third and six, excuse me. That'll make it fourth and five now here for the Huskies. And they're kind of in that similar position. Maybe too far to punt it, or excuse me, uh, too far to kick a field goal and too close to punt it. That was Gage right there on the tackle. Another one of those good uh, linebackers there for the Adams Central Patriots. He is a senior. Now here on this fourth down, crowd getting loud. They know this is a big, big play here. Aurora's going to line up in a wishbone formation. They're going to run a little option play here. Dvorak's going to drop back to throw. It's going to be incomplete. The Adams Central defense comes through big here. After that big mistake by the special teams, they're able to make up for it, and the defense really carrying the show here tonight for the Patriots so far. Yeah, really good defensive play uh, by the Patriots. They're trying to get the 
ball back into Berkshire's hands, uh, the big tight end there. So uh, good job by Aurora to, uh, or Adam Central to hold them tight. Yes. And, uh, and here on first and 10, they're going to line up at the, what is this, the 15-yard line. So not great starting field position here for the Patriots, but I'm sure they'll take that turnover on downs. That was an exciting series of events there by the Adam Central D, and you saw some kids getting really excited there on the field after that one. Here on this first down play, they're going to line up in the pistol formation, hand the ball off here to Gabe Conant. Gabe Conant's got some running room. First big run of the night. He's going to get a first down and more, about 13 yards there on first down. They're going to mark him down at the 27-yard line, so a 12-yard gain there. Big run by Gabe, his first of the night. That's his longest run of the night here, uh, already his 10th carry of the game. A little score update. Waverly beating Hastings right now 14 to nothing in the second quarter. You can hear that game on 1230 KHAS. Right now we got a good one brewing, though. Adam Central up 10 to nothing. Usually this is the part where they're up 21, 28 to nothing. Here on the second half play, Evan Johnson's going to run with it. He's going to take the hit, and he's going to be down close to a first down here, down at the 38-yard line, very close to a first down. I think they're going to mark him just shy. Nope, they give him a first down. So another run there by Evan Johnson. Yeah, great play there. Uh, kind of a zone read, and Evan Johnson, that – that's his fourth carry of the game so far, and like we mentioned earlier, it's not runs. Evan Johnson doesn't run the ball a whole lot, so uh, good. Play except against there. the Huskies. Yeah, except against the Huskies. <laughs> he likes to run it against yep. the Huskies for some reason. He had nine carries in that first game of the season. Did Evan Johnson, and uh, like uh, Wade said in the pregame, I don't think we've seen him have more than five in any other game. Here on this first and ten from the 28-yard line, they're going to line up in the pistol formation. Evan Johnson's going to hand the ball off here to Gabe. This time, Gabe's going to get stuffed. Right at the line of scrimmage. Gain of nothing there. Maybe lost a few inches, so that'll make it second and ten now here for the Patriots. Yeah, tough defense up front there uh, for Aurora to stuff in there. That's Mac Owens and Mark Owens. Mac Owens for Aurora on the defensive end. And now here on this second down play, the Patriots will line up with 20 seconds left to go on the play clock. Mike Spataro here with you alongside Wade Dykeman, former St. Cecilia state champion. And saw our uh, special teams coach as well here on this first down, second down play. They're going to throw the ball underneath here to Eli O'Day. He's open. He's going to get a nice gain here down at midfield. That's going to be a first down here. Eli O'Day getting a 12-yard gain there on third and second and 10. So Eli, uh, he's not the guy who gets all the touchdowns, but he's, he's kind of like their, what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe the, maybe Rex Burkhead would be a decent comparison. Get him onto those underneath routes. Obviously, he's not a running back, but they like doing that with Rex Nebraska did when they had him. Get him on those little, you know, slant routes. Yeah, he's a quick player, tough, and he's got good hands. 15 seconds left to go here in the play clock, and 3.40 left to go here in the first half. Quick first half. Adam Central moving the ball here. They're at midfield. They're going to hand the ball off here to Gabe Conan. Gabe Conan's going to try to run off tackle. Safety's going to come up for the hit, not before Gabe gets about a five, six-yard gain there on first down. He's down at the 45-yard line, so Gabe's starting to get some running lanes here. Yeah, the first game in the season against Aurora, he carried it 18 times, and uh, right now, he's been kind of the workhorse early here, 12 carries um, so far in this game. So I think we're going to see a lot more Gabe Conant as this game goes on. And this is one of those situations where you're going to start wearing down the defense of Aurora, especially if you keep sustaining long drives like this. Yeah, and you might see him pop one eventually. Yep, absolutely. Now here on second and five, Patriots are going to line up in the pistol formation. Evan Johnson has three receivers, trips to the left, one to the right here. They're going to fake the handoff. He's looking to his right. He's going to be blanketed. The guy, the safety falls down, but it was overthrown there. That was Leif Spady, the intended receiver. He was double covered, but the safety fell down. That's what they want. 
They wanted to throw it up to Leif, but it was just a little overthrown there by Evan. Yeah, if he wouldn't have tripped that, it's borderline and possibly an interception there, deflected football. Uh, uh, so kind of a dangerous throw again going into double coverage. Now here on this second, third and five play, 2.51 left to go here in the second quarter. That's a good time to take a shot, though, second and short. Yeah, and if you're going to throw it to anybody, uh, it'd be Leif Spady. And you could do it to anybody on this team. Obviously, Leif's probably the go-to target. He's one of the best receivers in Class C1. But they still got that gang of Bach kids, Selecta. Five seconds left to go here on the play clock. Evan Johnson just gets the snap off, going to fake the handoff. Evan Johnson's going to run out to his right here. He's looking for a man open, still looking, and he's going to throw it across his body underneath. And we got two Adam Central Patriots run into each other as the ball hits the ground. That'll make it fourth and five now here from the 45-yard line, and we'll see what the Patriots decide to go with here. Yeah, trying to roll out again and wait for a receiver to get open, but this time Aurora uh, does not allow that and ushers him out of bounds. And we saw it here in that first game. That Aurora defense is good. They were the only team to hold Adam Central under 37 points, I think, was their lowest output besides that Aurora game. Here on fourth down, they are going to be forced to punt the ball. Snap, good this time. Punt's going to be a high one. It's going to be fielded at about the 10-yard line. going to actually let it drop. It's going to take an Adam Central bounce to the 6, and that's where it's going to be downed at by the Patriots. D. That'll be a great punt there. That'll be one... Uh, Coach Mulligan will be happy about compared to the last one, especially. Yeah, he got kind of a backwards bounce there, and then uh, good job by Slade Smith to, to down it inside the 10 yard, 10 yard line there. Now, here on this first down play, first and 10, they're calling it from the seven yard line here for Aurora. They have not been able to get a first down all game so far. This Patriot D is just, uh, uh, my lord, they've been playing really well. Yeah, they sure have. And yeah, this is the time where Aurora is going to have to get something going on offense. Adam Central up 10 to nothing right now. It's been a defensive battle here, especially in the second quarter. Here on, oh, it's almost going to be picked off there. It was a throw early, almost picked off there by the cornerback. I believe that was Eli O'Day there on the far side. He had an opportunity there. If he would have picked that off, he would have walked into the end zone, and that would have been a big play there. Nonetheless, he deflected the ball and made it a second down here, but uh, almost a missed opportunity, you might think, by Eli. But it's still a great play nonetheless. Yeah, great job to jump that route and almost intercept the football. That would have been a game-changing play, like you said. Now here on this second down play, second and ten from the seven-yard line, two and a half minutes left to go. They line up in the eye formation. They're going to hand the ball off here to Caleb Morrill. Caleb Morrill's going to bounce off a man. He's hard to bring down his Morrill. And he's going to get finally brought down after about a two-yard gain there. That was about the hardest two yards I've seen anybody get all year. And that'll make it third down now here. That was actually Mac Owens on the carry. Excuse me. And, yeah, he was hard to bring down there. Yeah, he's a tough runner. We've seen him already a couple times uh, shrug off tacklers. Third and seven now here for the Patriots. Or, excuse me, for the Huskies. And they're going to make a big substitution here. Now here on this third down play, they got to get a first down here. They haven't had one all game, like we've said. They're losing right now, 10 to nothing. A minute 50 left to go here in this first half. Dvorak's going to roll out here, and he's going to do a little pitch pass here to the running back. He's going to get maybe a yard or so, so that's going to make it fourth down and longer. They're trying some trickery here with their plays, and uh, the first one they did complete it, but there was a penalty in that one. They did complete it, but it was only for a yard. Yeah, that's something we talked about in the pregame is we thought Aurora might come out and, and throw in some trickery tonight and, and try to get Adam Central's defense off balance and uh, kind of tried almost a, uh, what do you call that, a hook and, not a hook and lateral, but a uh, Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now here they do take a timeout, does the Adam Central Patriots to get the ball back quickly here. We'll take a timeout right alongside him. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. 
Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to the Class C One State Playoffs here on ESPN 1550. Let's get you our presenting sponsors really quick. Mary Lanning Healthcare, Husker Power Products, and Impact Ag Partners. We couldn't do these games if it weren't for them, so thank them. Mary Lanning Healthcare, Husker Power Products, and Impact Ag Partners. Here is the fourth down play for the Huskies. They're going to punt the ball. It's a high punt, and it's uh, going to be down across midfield, and that's right where it goes out of bounds at, right there at the 50-yard line. The ref marks it out at the 49 of Adam Central. So Adam Central, two timeouts left, a minute 31 left to go. They got a chance here to maybe widen the gap a little bit. Yeah, you're in, in an ideal position right now with the lead 10 to nothing, and now you have an opportunity to go down and get points before halftime. So you're in an ideal spot uh, if you're the Patriots. Real quick, let's get you another scoring update. Waverly and Hastings. Hastings has gotten on the board, but they uh, allowed another touchdown from Waverly. So that's 21 to 7 now. Waverly leading that football game over on 1230 KHAS. Got a good one brewing here, a defensive battle. Minute 31 left to go. Patriots up 10 to nothing here in the first half. Evan Johnson's going to drop back to throw on this first down play. They're going to throw it underneath here to Eli O'Day. This time he's covered up, but he is able to catch it for about three yards there. That'll now make it second and seven. That's actually selected there on the catch. So a nice little dink and dunk play there. Makes it second and seven. Here they're going to line up quickly. Evan Johnson's going to drop back to throw. No, he's going to run it with the... Uh, the ball this time he's going to get down at the 35 yard line 36 and we have a timeout here by adam central i believe yeah they do take a timeout their second one of the half we'll take one right with them you're listening to high school football on espn 1550 whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to the second round of the Class C1 State Playoffs here. It's the Adams Central Patriots taking on the Aurora Huskies in Aurora. Mike Spataro here with you alongside Wade Dykeman, former St. Cecilia football player, state champion. What year was that? Uh, 2009. 2009 state champions. In what position did you play? Uh, outside linebacker. Outside linebacker. I should know these things. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a day or two. seems like a century. So here, the Patriots are trying to do some magic of their own here in the playoffs. They got third and three here, already up 10 to nothing. Evan Johnson going to line up in the pistol formation here after this timeout on third and three. They're going to hand the ball off here to Gabe Conan. He's got some running room. He's going to get a first down and more. Tries to break a tackle, is not able to, but he's down at the 34-yard line, a gain of 10 there. And we have another timeout here by the Patriots. This time we'll stay here. Oh, no, we don't have a timeout. Excuse me. They just had to stop the ball, stop the clock for a first down. Patriots get lined up quick. Evan Johnson looks like he might spike it here. We'll see what they go with, and he does. It's going to make it second and ten now. They're just trying to score before halftime. Yeah, trying to get some points before halftime and a good little run there by Gabe Conant. 
um, going on the outside stretch play, and we're start, starting to see him break some of those those runs right now. Let's get you our presenting sponsors really quick. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. And Impact Ag Partners, your Pioneer Seed representative. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more, Wade. Now here on second down and 10 from the 34-yard line, Patriots line up in the shotgun formation. Just Evan Johnson in the backfield, three receivers to his right. Two to his left. He's going to drop back to throw here. He's looking for a man open. He's dancing in the pocket. He's going to step up here, and he's going to be tackled. I don't think that's quite a sack. He gets a yard there, and uh, we're starting to see these Aurora Huskies. They're they're covering uh, those wide receivers on a good amount of plays here. Yeah, they've got some talent in the back end there, and then this front line uh, led by Mac Owens gets in there and, and disrupts Evan Johnson's rhythm. 42 seconds left to go here in the second quarter. Right before halftime, they're third and 11. I guess that was a sack at the 36-yard line here for the Patriots, trying to get some points. They're already up 10 to nothing. And right now, that defense is just playing maybe their best game of the – maybe their best half of the season, and that's saying a lot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they've, they've had a great year so far, and uh, when you come out and you're starting to hold Aurora this, no points before halftime possibly, and uh, they're doing a great job so far. And, of course, the Aurora are the defending C1 state champions. They won it all last year. They had that kid, Shireman. He was a heck of a quarterback last year. Yeah, and that was, that's a tough guy to lose. But, uh, yeah, Dvork's doing a, a great job filling his shoes, but that's hard to fill. Oh, yeah, it was just some tough shoes to fill. Adam Central will know about that next year when they lose <laughs> Evan Johnson because his shoes are pretty big as well. Yeah, they, they certainly are. Now here on this third down play, we'll see if we can get some Evan Johnson magic. Third and 11, 42 seconds left to go. Evan Johnson's going to line up in the pistol formation. Gabe Conant right behind him. They're going to drop back to throw. Under pressure, Evan Johnson's going to throw it deep here. We have a flag come out. It's a jump ball. Was that caught? It was. Evan Johnson completes a pass here to the five-yard line. It goes out of bounds. Big play there. We do have a flag on the field, though. It's in the area of holding, and it is. Holding on Adam Central. So that play is nullified. A great catch there on the far sideline. I believe that was Leif Spady. That was Leif Spady, and again in double coverage. And he goes up, climbs the ladder, catches the football. But uh, tough break there for the Patriots. Yeah, that's that's going to push him back to third and 21 now. So a uh, tough holding call. I'm sure we'll talk with Sean Mulligan about those penalties. I'm not even sure if he knows we're up here tonight. <laughs> so I don't know if we'll be able to talk to him. Hopefully he'll come up. But either way, 33 seconds left to go. Big penalty there. That pushes them really far back. That's more than 10 yards. What the heck? That's going to be third and 29. Maybe it was. I thought I heard holding by the PA announcer. Wow, third and 29 here. The clock continues to run. 25 seconds left to go. you got to think maybe Adam Central will just run the ball out here. Going to halftime with a 10 nothing lead. And they do run the ball with Gabe Conant. Good call, Mike. And here's going to be down at the 49-yard line. I've seen a game or two in my time. <laughs> Now that'll take us to halftime. Our score at the half, the Patriots 10, the Huskies nothing. We'll take a quick break. We'll get you a little first half wrap-up right after this on ESPN 1550. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality, hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. 
Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. Hi, this is Brent from Keys Pharmacy here in Hastings. By now you've heard of CBD. At Keys Pharmacy, we have professional-grade farm-to-pharmacy CBD oils and salves. CBD products can be used for pain, anxiety, and insomnia. We even have CBD products safe for your pets. And we're here to answer any questions you might have about our professional-grade CBD products. Stop in to see us at Keys Pharmacies, your friendly pharmacies in Hastings, downtown or at Keys Medical Park. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome to the Halftime Report here on ESPN 1550, KICS Hastings. It's the Adams Central Patriots on the road, taking on the Aurora Huskies in a 1-9 matchup. Aurora 8-3 on the season. Adams Central 10-0 on the season. Aurora's won seven in a row. Adams Central, obviously they've won 10 in a row. And now uh, let's get you our presenting sponsors really quick. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. And Impact Ag Partners, your Pioneer Seed representative. Impact Ag uh, Partners, Craig Weiches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more. And now uh, let's get you some scores from around the area here. That uh, game over on 1230 KHAS right now. Waverly beating Hastings High 28-7 there. Tough matchup, uh, tough first half, I should say, for the Hastings High Tigers. Of course, right now, Adam Central leading 10 to nothing. And then let's get you scores from around the area. Donovan Trumbull right now losing to Oakland Craig in the second quarter, 30-8. And Sutton in danger of being upset here by Battle Creek. They're down 21-8 at halftime. That is a shocker there. Uh, we'll see if Sutton can turn it around and get something going in the second half. And now let's get your scores from around the state in the playoffs. In Class A, Bellevue West is beating Omaha Burke in the second quarter, 20 to nothing. Right now, Omaha West side threatening to upset Lincoln Southeast, 27 to nothing. They're up right now in the second quarter. And Millard South beat Grand Island earlier today, 34-24. In Class B right now, Scott's Bluff up against Norris. They're winning 21 to 7 in the second quarter. Grand Island Northwest. Losing to Omaha Ron Cali right now, 20 to 3. Omaha Scup beating Bennington 14 to 7. And in Class C1, the winner of Pierce and Ord will come to Adams Central next week for a game. Right now, Pierce winning that one in a close one in the second quarter, 20 to 14 is the score there. Right now, the other team that everybody's thinking, the Patriots and Wahoo might meet in the state championship game. Wahoo right now up 42 to nothing over Columbus Scotus in the second quarter there. And then Ashland Greenwood. Right now, beating Wayne 13 to six in Class C2. Like we said, Sutton losing to Battle Creek 21 to eight at the halftime. North Bend Central beating BRLD or losing to BRLD, excuse me, 20 to 14. And uh, David City Aquinas losing to St. Paul right now 13 to three at halftime. So those are your scores from around the state here in the playoffs. We'll take another break. 
You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. The name Mary Lanning Healthcare indicates that we are more than just a hospital, that we are in fact focused on the health of this community. And it's about providing it with a little bit more of a family touch and a little bit more care inside of that healthcare component. You know, I always say every hospital is as good as the medical staff that supports it. And we're fortunate to have a fantastic medical staff who is absolutely engaged in what we're doing. It's important that the Hastings community understand that Mary Lanning is is a not-for-profit organization, which means the decisions that govern our organization are made locally. What I want the Hastings community to understand is that our success, Mary Lanning's success, is dependent on their support, which means that you're going to get our best every time you step in the front door. My name is Eric Barber, and I'm the president and CEO of Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to the Halftime Show here on ESPN 1550, KICS Hastings. Mike Spataro here with you alongside my broadcast partner, Wade Dykeman, former St. Cecilia football player and special teams coach, won a state championship. I've mentioned that a lot now, but it's worth mentioning. Back in 2009, like you said, it felt like a day or two ago. Or more, what did you say? Yeah, it felt like a day or two or felt like a decade or something. You know? so, <laughs> well, it's been a decade. Uh, yeah, it has been a decade, exactly. So, um, yeah, it's a good, playoffs are a fun time. And uh, I think that same year, Adam Central and Aurora both played in the uh, semifinals that year, too. So, in 2009? Uh, yeah, so those, those kids well aware of successful football. And let's get you our presenting sponsors really quick before we talk first half wrap-up. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. And Impact Ag Partners, your Pioneer Seed representatives, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer knows more, Wade. Now here on this, uh, oh, I don't know why I started talking. <laughs> I started talking as if we were going to call it down in distance. But we got about 10 minutes left until the second half will get underway. Give us a quick recap of that first half. Adam Central defense, they've got to be the uh, player of the first half, players of the first half. Yeah, I think that is the story of the first half. And- um, you know, tallying up my unofficial stats here, they, they were around 16 total yards in the first half, and um, their one first down was a negated with a penalty. So um, Adam Central doing a great job keeping this offense in check. Um, Dvorak, three of seven for 12 yards in the first half. Uh, and, and then the way that uh, Adam Central has been playing, or uh, Aurora playing defensively, uh, doing a good job against Adam Central's offense. Um, Gabe Conant has 14 carries for 56 yards. Um, Evan Johnson doing a lot of things with his legs on the ground, um, six carries for 53 yards and a 24-yard touchdown run. Um, and then Evan, 8 of 15 for 90 yards in the first half uh, passing. So I, I think they've done a, a good job, They're that, especially that last drive here where they got the big penalty uh, when Leif Spady had a, a big catch inside the five-yard line there. Um, would have been a, a big-time game-changer. Um, and then also Cam Foster's near interception for six over here on the, the far side of the field also would have been big plays but uh adam central doing a great job on defense holding aurora after that botched uh, punt snap oh yeah that was a big big series of events there yeah yeah definitely it was sequence so, uh, yep so uh yeah doing a doing a good job in the first half and it's exciting game tight game like we had like both of us had figured so yeah it's a defensive battle though because like we said the the patriots offense hasn't been able to get a lot going here yeah they really haven't and in, in that first game of the season it was scoreless at the end of the first quarter and then um adam central went on a run 21 straight points but then 
you look at the second half, only three points scored by Adam Central, and Aurora's defense stood pretty tall in that second half. Um, so I think we're, we may see a, a better Aurora defense so far tonight we have, and, and we may see a better one in the second half as well. All right, so what are your keys for the second half here for both teams? Well, I think uh, Adam Central has to eliminate the, the penalties. Um, they had six penalties in the first half, a couple big ones, especially on that last drive. I think they're, they're doing a good job executing their offense, letting Evan throw the football, um, and also mixing some Gabe Conant. Uh, so I think they continue to do that. And, and then defensively, I, you know, keep playing hard, running to the tackle on the football, um, pressuring on the quarterback, Dvorak, and, and maybe get a couple of those interceptions here in the second half will really um, spruce things up a bit for the Patriots here. All right, so that's a little first half wrap, a little look at it the second half. We'll take a quick break. After that, we'll have Mike Will speaking with the head coach of the Hastings College Broncos, Tony Harper, right after this on ESPN 1550. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over a 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. And we're back at halftime as we spend a couple of minutes with Hastings College head coach Tony Harper. The Broncos are going to be on the road tomorrow as they take on the Red Raiders of Northwestern. So, Coach, in the midst of a, a losing streak right now, but I'll tell you what, Northwestern is a place where we've had some good games. <laughs> yeah, you can find, you can try to find that silver line and the positive out of the whole thing. But, I mean, again, when you, if you want to break a streak, there's nothing like breaking it against the top five team in the entire nation. Now, with that being said, it's going to take a monumental, perfect game, both player-wise and coach-wise, to be successful tomorrow. But it will be an extremely tough game. This might be uh, one of the – most complete teams in in the conference. You, you got Morningside in there. Uh, these guys might be one A, without a doubt. In, in it's offense, it's defense, it's special teams, which you're probably going to ask about all those different things like that. But it's also balanced from the rush defense and the pass defense. It's not like they're great in one and struggle at the other. They're pretty even on both of those. So you go over to the offensive side of football. They can throw the football. They can run the football. All right. It's just a very balanced, complete football team. Hastings uh, struggling at best at times in the in the last uh, six ball games, uh, defensively giving up a lot of points the last four weeks. Inconsistency, not doing our job one on one. We got eight guys doing our job, three guys don't. We got nine guys doing our job, two guys not. And it's not like the guys are they're just purposely, man. I'm going to bust this play. Nah, it's not that. It's just at times an extremely young football player trying to do maybe a little bit too much or one B. He's just not confident enough. He's afraid to make that mistake. And that's what we hammered into our defense this entire week. Guys, stop worrying about making the mistake. They're going to catch the one-on-one ball. They're going to run through an arm tackle. But if you let them continuously do it, then that's where our problems start. So when that happens and you give up that play, man, move on. There's another play in the game. So um, that's just inconsistency. You've mentioned it. I've mentioned it. Um, We just got to be a lot more consistent on that side of football. Same story, isn't it, on offense? Same same story, different tune, you know. Um, sometimes, you know, last week against uh, Dort, uh, we were able to rush the ball extremely well. I thought Coach Head called an extremely well-called game last week, mixed up the run, the pass, the option, did some different things like that. We That loosened up the pass game to go vertical with Tay over the, over the top of everything, so that was good. Then you go to the week before that, we couldn't muster anything. I mean, we were one of something on – 
third downs. We turn the ball over way too much. You get that with the young football team, but you're going to say this, and you've been saying it all year. We're, this is the ninth game of the season. We got to stop using that as an excuse, and we got to go out there and make plays. All right. So it's uh, Northwestern in Orange City tomorrow. Uh, I, I wouldn't say we start with defense because they're they're great on offense too. They're like the number two scoring defense in the country. They give up only nine points a game. What impresses you most about their defense? How hard they play and how physical they are. They're big. They're two big guys. They're shading their three tech or three hundred pound plus individuals, and they occupy that space extremely well. Two edge guys coming off the edge, pretty good. Um, their secondary does an extremely well job with their quarters coverage. But the two cats that make that thing purr is is twenty eight and twenty five. Those two senior linebackers, and they're maybe kind of an old school type of throwback. You know, they got the long hair. They don't wear sleeves. They're jacked. They play with high energy. Those are guys that make that whole thing click for them. Offensively, uh, same story. They got a quarterback. They've got a wide receiver that may be the best in the conference, and they got a couple of running backs that are pretty good too. You got a quarterback that's just a junior and a receiver that's just a junior, and both of them have broken school records at one of the best NAI programs in the nation. Those two guys are extremely talented young men. Then you might as well throw in those two running backs. You got a transfer from the University of Arizona. He does a very good job at the inside-outside zone. His backup's about a 220, 215-pound uh, tailback is very good with the power, but you can't just focus on thirty-three. Their wide receiver because they got another cat over there that's about six foot three that goes up and catches the ball. So um, they're extremely talented. I haven't even talked about their offensive line, um, and I knew this team was going to be extremely tough this year at the preseason conference meeting. All these coaches were talking about we got eight starters coming back, we got seven starters coming back. We talked about we had three, so <laughs> you know that's kind of where we're at right now. But when Coach McCarty got up there, who I got a ton of respect for. He says, we got not we got 10 starters coming back on one side and nine starters coming back on the other. Well, you know they're going to be a really good football team. Next year, you can get up and say that, Coach. Hey, I'm planning on, man, nine on defense, <laughs> nine on offense. Let's roll. Uh, we haven't even talked about special teams, too, because they got a couple of guys uh, in the special teams uh, returning kickoffs, returning punts. They're, they're extra point and field goal kicker is good, too. The thing that they do extremely well on special teams, and a lot of people do this, and again, it's a philosophical thing. They don't put a, a lot of teams do not put their one or two guys on that, you know, like 28, 25, those two linebackers. Well, Northwestern does it a little bit different. Um, they're going to put whoever the best players are on that unit, and I think that's why you see them statistically so high in the nation. All right, uh, so it's uh, Hastings and taking on the, the fifth-ranked team in the country tomorrow in, in Northwestern. How do we go on the road? How do we pull off a, a major upset tomorrow? First off, we've got to get out of our mindset that we're going on the road and playing the top-five team in the nation. All right? With such a young team, we've got to enjoy the business trip. We've got to get up there. We've got to play football. Defensively, we have to be able to tackle. We have to be able to be physical at the point of attack. That's non-negotiable. We've got to play hard. We've got to play fast. We've got to be physical offensively we cannot turn the football over and we have to be 50 percent um, on third down conversions we have to be able to do those things to make this a full four quarter game special teams wise we got to break something whether it's on a kickoff return whether it's on a punt return we have to at least average close to 20 yards on both of those to be able to do some things to kind of flip that field position gotta get out to a better start coach first quarter of the last uh, four weeks we've been outscored 70 to nothing. So obviously uh, we, we can't fall down a couple of touchdowns to these guys and try to stay in the game. No, you can't, and and that's a good stat. You've been holding that one in your pocket for a while, I can tell. Uh, but you're, you're 100% right because, again, if we're, we're offensively, 
we are at this point in time not built to come back from a four, from a 14 21 point deficit. We're not built for that at this point in time. Defensively, we are not built to be able to get a lot of three and outs with the what we're trying to do over there. We will be in time. Trust me on that. We will be, but at this point in time, we got to be able to trade points with the guys. If we start trading points with them, whether it's uh, uh field goals or whether it's touchdowns, first downs, whatever it is. If we're able to do that, then our guys will get some confidence and hopefully the other team will look in the mirror and be like, oh, what's going on now? All of a sudden, these guys are playing a good three-phase football game, offense, defense, and special teams. That's what we got to do. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Air time tomorrow, 12 o'clock noon. Kickoff will be at 1 o'clock. Hastings and Northwestern tomorrow on 1230 KHAS. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. There's just one place where students are students first, and athletics are played with purpose and perspective. That place is your local high school. High school sports offer more than the joy of competition. Studies show that student-athletes in Nebraska are also likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in other areas of their lives, including academics, high school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Nebraska School Activities Association and the Nebraska State Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust. At 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back. Just getting ready for the second half here at Aurora High School. Adam Central leading this football game right now 10 to nothing over the Huskies. And uh, the Patriots will receive the ball here to start the second half. Looking to get that offense going a little bit. Yeah, I think they need to get something established here. Uh, it's fortunate that they, they get the ball here to start the second half, and I think we'll see their offense go to work. Uh, let's get you our presenting sponsors while we got a sec. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. And Impact Ag Partners, your Pioneer Seed representative. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Dravis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more. We just getting ready for the second half here. And uh, about to got a, the Patriots will be receiving the ball, as I said. And the Huskies will be kicking it off. And uh, Aurora crowd here getting loud. They're knowing it's getting to crunch time here for the Huskies. Here the ball is going to be kicked weirdly. It's going to take a bounce, and it's going to be fielded and dropped down right there at the 26-yard line, 27-yard line. Now Selecta there on the recovery. Or Cam Foster, excuse me. Now that'll make it first and 10 from the 27-yard line here for Adam Central. Kind of a weird kick there. Yeah, it looked almost like they were going to line up in an onside kick formation when they came out. So it's uh, kind of a squibbler across the ground. There. A squibbler. Squibbler. 
Look now, it up. <laughs> no, I th- well, they call it a squib <laughs> kick. I think that was a good little word, even if you just made it up. I like that one, a squibbler. Now here on first and 10, I line up in the pistol formation. I'm going to hand the ball off here to Gabe Conant. Gabe Conant's going to try to break the tackle. He is getting close, and he's pushed out of bounds. Wait, 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 wait. It was actually handed off to uh, – Wow, that was actually handed off to Evan Johnson there. Took it himself. It was an option read. It looked like Evan Johnson kept it because he was fighting with the man for yards, but it was actually – oh, my gosh, I got totally mixed up there. But Evan Johnson takes it for an 11-yard run there on first down. And now Adam Central is first and 10 at the 40-yard line, a 12-yard run, I guess. So it was an option play. It looked like they handed it off to Gabe, and Evan kept it himself. And Gabe was getting tackled 8, 10 yards down the field, so that's what made us think he had the football he- Held his arms together, made it look like he was carrying the ball. Great fake there by uh, Evan Johnson and the Patriots. First and 10 from the 40-yard line now. Evan Johnson already run the ball a lot here tonight. And they line up in the pistol formation. Evan Johnson going to drop back to throw. Steps up into the pocket. He's looking to the right side of the field. He's throwing deep here. And that one is a little bit under overthrown, I should say, for Leif Spady there. That quarterback's running with him step for step. That's Caleb Morrill there, I believe, on the far sideline. We do. Is that a flag on the field? Yep, we do have a flag down there. That's going to be in the area of off, of pass interference. I don't think Leif Spady did anything or holding. It's pass interference on the defense there. Right when I was praising that cornerback for good coverage, apparently he did something illegal there, and that's a big first down, a big call there for the Patriots. A 15-yard gain, I believe. So, yeah, they'll mark the ball down at the 45-yard line. So, yeah, gain of 15 on that 15-yard penalty pass interference. And uh, the Patriots are now across midfield. Yeah, that was a big one there and a huge first down. Now here on this first and 10, they're going to line up in that pistol formation once again. they got a fullback now in front of Evan Johnson. They're going to hand the ball off here to Gabe Conant. Gabe Conant's going to try to break a tackle. He's going to fall forward for a gain of about four yards there on first down. That'll make it now second and six here for the Patriots. And now already a good drive put together past midfield. Uh, and, and you're working on getting into scoring territory here if you're the Patriots. I don't think it's honking the horns, but you can hear the tracks, the train, coming through here in Aurora, much like when we're at St. Cecilia football games. Small-town football. Small-town football. It's trains. This is a nice field, though, for a small town. I tell you what, they got turf here. The end zones are really nice and clean. They got big uh, goal posts. Here on the second down, they're going to hand the ball off again here to Gabe Conant. This time, Gabe Conant's going to make a move, get a first down. He looked like he was going to be bottled up in the backfield. He breaks two tackles. Gabe Conant showing off his slipperiness there for a first down. Yeah, like you mentioned, he looked like he was stopped for maybe a two- or three-yard gain. Gets behind his big fellows up front and then darts forward for a first down. Nice run there by Gabe Conant. He's bringing a steady, a steady dose of Gabe Conant here tonight. Like you said, we might see even more of him here in the second half. And that's kind of like, when you look at Gabe's numbers, he's got big, big, big numbers on the season. But they don't they don't give him the ball as much as you would for a for a guy of this caliber. He's got 184 carries for 1399 yards. Here on this first down play, they're going to hand it off to him again. He's going to run off tackle, going to make a man miss, going to get a nice gain here. Gain of about six on first down. Going back to Gabe here, 184 carries for 1399 yards and 27 touchdowns. Obviously huge numbers, but when we're watching the games, it doesn't seem like he's running the ball that much. They like to, you know, rest him and ease him through the regular season. Now, this is the time where I'm sure they really want him to get going. Yeah, absolutely. They're really putting it on his shoulders now. And then if, if he doesn't get the football, sometimes they'll put McCray Heiser in there uh, to kind of give him a spell. Now, here on the second down, that was a four-yard gain. thought it was like a five-yard gain, but a four-yard gain nonetheless. Still moving the ball forward. Second and six here for the Patriots. 
They're going to fake the handoff. Evan Johnson's going to roll out to his got right. It. He's going to throw underneath. He's got a man wide open in the end zone. It's caught for a touchdown. The Adams Central Patriots go up 16 to nothing. Leif Spady. Was that Leif there on the far sideline? Wide open there. No one within him, and that was just a kind of a busted coverage there by the Huskies. Yeah, sure. Well, they've been doing a great job covering Leif, like you were just mentioning earlier, and this time he gets behind the defense and a huge touchdown. Great read by Evan Johnson to put the ball up there to your playmaker. Kind of lulled him to sleep there with all those carries as well for Gabe Conant. Probably thought another one was coming. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Now, caught, him, caught him sleeping out there. Exactly. Now here is the extra point attempt by Selecta, already up 16 to nothing. Big play there to start the second half. The point up is... Uh, Snap is good, hold is good, and kick is good. That makes our score 17 to nothing. Adam Central on top here in the second half, third quarter. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. Locally owned Hastings Physical Therapy is the leader in one-on-one hands-on care. Hi, my name is Sean Vonerfecht, and at Hastings Physical Therapy, we want you to know the choice is yours when selecting your physical therapist. Our staff at Hastings Physical Therapy is committed to helping patients meet their goals in a relaxed, calm environment with the highest level of care for your recovery. We're located at 2307 Osborne Drive West at the corner of 281 and Kansas Avenue. To learn more about our services and team, log on to HastingsPhysicalTherapy.com. ESPN 1550, KICS. 17 to nothing, Adam Central after that 34-yard touchdown pass from Evan Johnson to Leif Spady. Really good way to start the second half here. 9.15 left to go. Mike Spataro here with you alongside Wade Dykeman, former St. Cecilia football player and special teams coach. Let's get you our presenting sponsors really quick as we await this kickoff. Mary Lining Healthcare, Husker Power Products, and Impact Ag Partners. Couldn't be there, couldn't be here, I should say, without them. Now we await the kickoff here from the Patriots. Uh, the kickoff is up and away. It's a line drive this time. Going to be fielded at about the five-yard line by Aurora. He's going to get across the 10 down to the 15. And he's going to be bottled up right at the 17-yard line. And you see some Patriots players getting hyped up. They're, they're excited. They're having fun out there. Yeah, they sure are. That's Slade Smith coming down there making a good stop. And uh, that special teams tackles get you really psyched up. Now here on this uh, first down play, let's talk about the defense a little bit here for Adam Central. They have been dominant here tonight. Yeah, absolutely. They, they've got to keep everything in front of them. Uh, don't let the football go over the top of their head and, and just keep attacking. Now here on this uh, first down play, it looks like Aurora is going to come out. We talked about it. They do pass the eye test as Aurora. they got some big kids on the offensive line, on the wide receivers as well. Here on this first down play, they're going to line up in the shotgun formation. Maybe going to get Dvorak a little more throws here. They're actually handed off to Caleb Morrill. Caleb Morrill's going to break a tackle, and he's going to get bottled up right around the 22-yard line. That's where they mark him down at. So a gain of four there, make it second and six now here for the Huskies. Yeah, they've really got to get something established here on offense if they're going to stick in this football game because uh, the Patriots are doing a great job right now uh, forcing them off the field. Yeah, they, I don't think they've gotten a first down all game so far. Yeah, the one first down was negated with that 10-yard penalty. Yes, and now here on second and six. Dvorak's going to run with it himself, and he's going to be bottled up right at the line of scrimmage. I don't think he was able to get anywhere. Yeah, they mark him down right at the 22-yard line. So now a third and six here. You, we've been saying this is a manageable third down situation, but they've been struggling with these third and shorts all night. That was Cam Foster there on the tackle. Yeah, they sure have. And if I remember right, when we went back to that first game, uh, Adam Central stopped him on a couple of third and shorts, and even like fourth and one a couple of times in that first game. So uh, this is not an easy defense to pick up any yards on. And now here on third and six, it's uh, they got to get something going here offensively. Really been stagnant here tonight on the offensive side. They're going to drop back and throw. Dvorak's going to roll out to his right here. He's going to throw underneath. 
This ball is going to be caught. Yes, he does catch it at the 30-yard line. That's going to be just enough for a first down. One yard above. That's their first first down of the night. Colby Wessels there on the catch. So they finally get a first down here, Wade. Yeah, they finally get a first down. They went on Gabe Conant's side over here uh, just on a quick out route and pick up a first down. Now here on second down, they're going to line up in a passing formation here. Usually they tighten it up, but they're going to hand the ball off to Caleb Morrill. Caleb Morrill not going to get much going. He's going to get about two yards there. Going to make it second and eight now here for the uh, Huskies. Yeah, you can't say enough about those guys in the middle. Uh, Riley Eckhart, number 60, 68, and then uh, Mac, Max Granstrom, uh, number 69, uh, along with 74, Dylan Anderson in there. Quick scoring update. Sutton tightens the gap there. They make it 21 to 6 in the third quarter. 21 to 16, excuse me, in the third quarter. So they make it a little bit closer. Hastings at halftime down 28 to 7 to Waverly. See if they can get a big second half going. And of course, right now, Adam Central leading over Aurora 17 to nothing. Here on this third down play, second down play, excuse me, they're going to throw the ball to Vork's going to complete the pass. It's going to be close to a first down. They mark him down just a yard shy. I believe a two yard shy. They'll mark him down. So they'll make it third and two now here. For the Huskies, uh, a rare completed pass here tonight Yeah. for the Huskies. Coming out, throwing the football early here. Now here on this third down play, we got another big third down here. They got to get more first downs. They can't just be satisfied with that one, obviously. They got to move the ball and try to get back in this football game. Yeah, it looks like they bring in some of their heavy package here for, for more of a running play. And I think you mentioned it. Last time we saw the Patriots stop them on these third and shorts in similar situations. We'll see if the Patriots can do it here again in the quarterfinals. They're going to do a quarterback sneak. And it looks like he's going to have enough. They mark him down at the 40. That will be a first down here for the Huskies. So now that's back-to-back first downs, and they're finally starting to get something going offensively. Yeah, two back-to-back first downs. That's the first time all game that we've seen him pick up a couple first downs. So um, Adam Central's got to try and shut him down here. Now we're hearing some cheers finally from the Aurora crowd here on this first down. They're going to line up in a eye formation. They're going to do a toss. The ball's on the ground. Caleb Morrow picks it up. He's going to try to break a tackle, but he's going to be stuffed well back at the 30. And a roar from the Adams Central sideline as that was a big play. Caleb Morrow bobbled it, fall on the ground, and then tackled in the backfield by Max Grandstrom. That pushes them back about 10 yards now. We're going to have second and 20 here for the Huskies. Yeah, unfortunate break there. Uh, Morrow got the sweep, fumbled it, and I'll tell you what, Host of blue or uh, white jerseys there coming up and making a stop. Yeah, they were quick on that one right there, and now that makes it second and very long. Let's get you a little weather update. I don't think I have done that all day. Here in Aurora, it's 45 degrees. We have uh, south winds, 7 miles per hour, 56% humidity, and it's a pretty nice night for bo- football, all considered. Here on second down, they're going to hand the ball off to Caleb Morrill. Caleb Morrill gets a big hole. He's going to get back to the original line of scrimmage here, and that's about exactly where he's taking down. Maybe they'll... Give him a couple more yards. Yeah, they do. That'll make it third and eight now. So a 12-yard pickup there on second and 20 makes this a more manageable third down. And that's been Caleb Morrill's longest run of the day. The Patriot defense have held him in check. And, yeah, like you mentioned, more manageable down. Uh, maybe we'll see Dvorak throw the ball here. Yeah, and uh, I, th- I think they are in somewhat of a passing down here, but we'll see. You think they're in fourth down territory? Gosh, I, I, don't, I think it's maybe a little early yet, but uh... – Mind you, this third quarter is flying by. Already 440 left to That's go in true. the third. Yeah, you're down, down 17-0. That's three scores. Yeah, yep, so it's, it's getting tough here. Uh, here they line up in the shotgun formation. They're going to run a little trick, kind of trick play. Yes, they're going to throw the ball deep here. He's under pressure, and it's going to be almost picked off there. That was almost picked off, but great defense there by the Patriots. Eli O'Day dropping another pick here. 
I think some Aurora fans wanted a flag there, but they weren't able to get one. As you heard a loud boo there from an Aurora fan, they definitely wanted a flag there. Didn't get one. That makes it fourth and eight now here for the Huskies. Yeah, kind of a backwards lateral and then uh, a throw down fields. Yeah. A lot of the, the Patriots, they like to do that there. Yeah, the, the Adams, not, I'm sorry, excuse me, the New England Patriots, if we want to make a comparison. Yeah, they, they sure do. And he, I think he would have had him open if he would have thrown it a little sooner. But uh, good job by Eli to get over there. Yeah, Eli playing that safety position. Here on fourth down, they are going to punt the ball. Uh, here it's a high punt. Going to drop it to 30. Going to take a neutral bounce. Picked up at the 29-yard line. And that's where Adam Central will start this next drive. Another great stand there by the Patriot defense. Yeah, just when we thought uh, Roar's putting together something here, uh, the Patriot defense does what they've done all year, bend but not break. And Eli O'Day has kind of come up with uh, two big plays. That one that was almost a pick six, and now that one was almost a pick as well. But either way, he's been getting there in coverage. Yeah, it's good to see the, the senior Eli O'Day uh, having a good night so far, both on offense and defense. Now here the Patriots line up with first and ten. Last time they had a heavy dose of uh, Gabe Conant, and then they just threw the ball up to Leif Spady, who was wide open in the end zone. And that's where we're at now. 70 to nothing is our score. Adam Central leading with 420 left to go here in the third. Here on first down, you're going to hand the ball off here to Gabe Conant. This time he's going to be bottled up. Maybe lost a yard there. He did. Maybe lost a couple yards. That'll now make it second and 12. We'll call it second and 11 here for the Patriots. Yeah, and Adam Central coming up there. Caleb Wessels uh, coming up, making the stop there for, for the Huskies. Another scoring update, Sutton. Taking the lead here over Battle Creek. They were down 21-8 to at halftime. They're now leading 22-21 to in the third quarter. So Sutton on the comeback train. Hastings High still losing 28-7 to in the third. We'll see if they can turn things around. Now here on this second down play, second and 11 for the Patriots. They're going to line up in the pistol formation. They're going to fake the handoff. Evan Johnson's going to throw deep here to Leif Spady. It's going to fall incomplete. He's looking for a flag. This actually wasn't Leif Spady. That was a Gangenbach there. It's hard to tell the difference between Leif and Gangenbach. They're both just big wide receivers. Yeah, they sure are. Both 6'3 and almost 200 pounds. So it was a holding penalty on Adam Central. We'll see. I think they are going to take it, so that'll make it second down still. Instead of third and 11, it'll now be second and 21 here for the Patriots. So a lot of penalties here tonight on Adam Central. Yeah, their seventh penalty. It's kind of uncharacteristic for them to have uh, these kind of mistakes, but against a quality opponent like Aurora, I guess. Um, some of that stuff's bound to happen. Another scoring update, Oakland Craig at halftime beating Donovan Trumbull 44-8. to Donovan Trumbull in serious trouble there in that football game. Here we're going to have a second and 25 here for the Adams Central Patriots. A very, very long uh, down in distance. 3.38 left to go here in the third quarter. Patriots line up in the pistol formation. You're going to fake the handoff. Evan Johnson's going to run with it himself. And he's going to be down near the 22-yard line. So a gain of about eight there on second down. That'll make it third and I think like uh, 17 here for the Patriots. Yeah, we'll see if they dial up uh, one of those deep passes here to, to Leif Spady. They did a really good job kind of on a deep post route earlier in the game where they hit uh, right down the seam. So we'll see maybe if they go back to that. Right now, Adam Central trying to beat the defending C1 state champs, trying to knock them out of the playoffs and then make this a, a wide-open race here. We'll have a new defending champion or a new state champion here this year if Aurora gets knocked out. Here on third down, they're going to run the ball with Gabe Conant. 
Gabe Conant's going to get a nice run here. Going to get him back to the original line of scrimmage, so a gain of about seven. So that'll make it fourth and ten now here for the Patriots as it looks like they will punt the ball away. Yeah, and with your de- the, how good your defense is playing, uh, keep the clock running and get them off. Get your defense on the field to make another stop here. Yeah, I mean, their defense has been playing really, really well. Only have allowed two first downs here in the football game so far. Here is the punt. It's a high punt. Going to be fielded at about the – well, it's not going to be fielded. He's going to let it bounce, and it's going to go behind the 20-yard line, and it's going to be fielded at the 17. A great punt there by Gagenbach. Absolutely, yeah. That's a big big punt and uh, tough field position now for the Huskies. Yeah, it it dropped at about the 35. And then rolled all the way back to the 17 is where they're marking it down at. So a uh, big flip the field there. Yeah, really good punt by Gingenbach and uh, flipping the field, like you said. 228 left to go here in the third. We'll see if Aurora can get something going here offensively. Quick other scoring update. Adam Central will play the, or the winner of this game. will play the winner of Pearson Ord. Right now, Pierce winning that one 35-14 over Ord. Here on this first down play. The ball's bobbled again, but it's able to be retrieved. But it looks like it's going to be another tackle for a loss here. He's going to lose a couple yards. Actually going to lose two yards. They're going to make it second and 12 now. We've seen the ball be bobbled a lot here by the Aurora Huskies. That time it was Jacob Settles kind of bobbling the ball there. Yeah, we've seen a a couple of rough uh, handles here tonight from Aurora. You can't do that when you're playing a tough team like Adam Central's defense. It's going to flow downhill and stop you short of the first down. Yeah, if you're just one second off those the place where you need to be, Adam Central, is going to beat you to the spot. And that's what we saw there. Here on this second down and 12 play, they're going to line up with the shotgun. Dvorak's going to roll to his right, and he's going to throw back across. And it's a little screenplay, a little trickery, but this one's going to be tackled for a loss, too. This one's a big loss, about five more yards. Going to make it third and 17. Adam Central prepared for everything, as that was Cam Foster there for the TFL it's going to make it third and very long here. That's Adam Central defense cannot be fooled tonight. Yeah, they can't. I mean, it just seems like every guy's getting in there, whether it's Cam Foster, Slade Smith, um, or those big guys on the inside, Hamburger and, and Anderson. So uh, doing a great job tonight. And now here on this third and 17, one minute left to go here in the third quarter. Dvorak's going to drop back and throw. He's going to roll out to his right here. He's under pressure. He's going to throw underneath. It's going to be caught here. Breaks a tackle. And he's going to get a first down. Big play there by number 81 for the Aurora Huskies. That is Jacob Settles there on the catch. Enough for a first down. They complete a big one there. Good throw by Dvorak. Yeah, that was a good throw and good job by him to break off the tackle and pick up a huge gain. That's a, that's a momentum changer for Aurora. And now they got their third first down of the evening, third first down of the half, in fact. Here they're going to run it with Dvorak. Dvorak's going to fake the handoff. He's going to get through the line of scrimmage, and he's going to be bottled up after a two-yard gain, make it second and eight here. They just haven't been able to get much going with the running game here tonight. I think that's been their main issue. Yeah, and they like to run Dvorak, and it's been surprising that he hasn't been able to to get much more going. I guess not surprising when you're facing a Patriot defense, but uh, that's only Dvorak's uh, fifth carry of the game. So uh, we'll see maybe if they let him tote the rock a little bit more right now hastings is cut into that lead over waverly 28 to 14 in the third quarter now as right now uh the huskies are looking to do the same here on second down and eight gonna drop back to throw it's gonna be a little flare out caught here for a first down by caleb morrill he breaks a tackle he's pushed out of bounds near midfield down at the 49 yard line that is where they get the ball as a big play there the Huskies starting to move the ball here a little bit on this Adam Central defense. Get another first down, and now they're across midfield for the first time. Not for the first time tonight. They had that turnover, actually. But uh, for the first time tonight, at, 
in terms of them starting on the other side of the field. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and getting the, getting the playmaker in Morrill's hands. And uh, I think we'll probably see some more of that as well. First and 10 here. Dvorak in the backfield by himself. He's going to run with it. He's going to get a nice little gain here, a gain of about three on first down. That'll make it second and seven. And after that, we'll head into the fourth quarter. Our score here after three quarters, the Adams Central Patriots are leading this football game 17 to nothing over the Aurora Huskies. You're listening to high school football on ESPN 1550. On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to the second round of the Class C1 State Playoffs here on ESPN 1550. It's the Adams Central Patriots leading over the Aurora Huskies in the fourth quarter. We're just getting underway of the fourth, 17 to nothing. The Adams Central defense has been lights out here tonight, Wade. Yeah, they've been playing exceptionally well. Um, linebackers flowing to the football, defensive backs covering well. And then that defensive line stuffing any of the runs on the inside uh, by Dvorak and Morrill and, and um, Mac Owens. You might be able to hear that train. I know we could. So, like we said, it's a lot like uh, Duncan Field. We get trains. We got two trains going by right now, actually. One going one way, one going the other. One going east, one going west. Here on this second and eight play for the Huskies, the lineup in the shotgun formation, Dvorak by himself. They're going to run a little screen pass here. And it's going to be caught. He breaks the tackle, but he's not going to be able to break more as it's a gang of white shirts there able to bring him down behind the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a three-yard loss. Going to make it third and 11 now. These screens aren't working out too well for the Huskies. No, they'll hit a couple here and there, and then uh, Adam Central kind of adjusts and then attacks the football. And Oakland Smith got that tackle there. It was really everybody, though. There was about seven or eight Adam Central Patriots there. And we got a man down on the field. And we'll take a quick timeout. Actually, we'll take a, a timeout. We'll be right back right after this on ESPN 1550. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946 with over 70 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you are building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evening and Saturday by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. This is Tom at Burt's Pharmacy. Medicare Part D sign up through December 7th. Plans change, deductibles change, preferred pharmacies, non-preferred pharmacies, donut holes, it's all confusing. We're here to help you, and it's important to come to us to eliminate the confusion. Let us do the sorting out for you. There's still time for us to assist you. Stop in at either location, Burt's downtown or Burt's on 14th and Bellevue. 402-462-4343 downtown, 402-462-4466 at the clinic. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers and Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. 
Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome back to the second round of the Class C-1 State Playoffs here, the quarterfinals on ESPN 1550. It's the Adams Central Patriots and the Aurora Huskies. On that last injury, it was Caleb Morrill, and he's currently being helped off the field very gingerly, and he needed two coaches' helps there. So we'll see. Right now, I'm sure it's going to be tough for him to return with an injury like that, but we'll we'll move on here. Caleb Morrill hurt. Let's get you our presenting sponsors. Mary Lanning Healthcare, Your Care, Our Inspiration, Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, and Impact Ag Partners, your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches, and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer, Pioneer knows more, Wade. Here on this third and 11 play for the uh, Huskies, they're going to drop back and throw with Dvorak. He's going to throw over the middle here. He's got a man. It's going to be caught very close to a first down. I think they're going to mark him about a yard shy. They will. It'll make it fourth and one now here for the Huskies, and this is going to be a big play. Nate Borkercher there on the catch. This might be the biggest play of the night so far. Yeah, that was a huge completion by Aurora, and uh, now you've set up this fourth and short uh, for a real big one here, and we'll see what they come up with. And then they might quarterback sneak it again like they did last time, and they will, and it looks like Dvorak is going to get it. He, I think he got enough here for the first down. I think he got enough. We'll see where they mark him down at exactly. Referee's still deciding here. I called it again there, Wade. With the quarterback <laughs> sneak. Sure did, yep. It looks like they picked it up, yep. Yes, they did. So a first down here for Aurora. They're threatening here. They're across midfield, well across midfield. They're at the 39-yard line now. Yeah, they're threatening now. And uh, if Aurora could kind of flip the momentum and get a score here, uh, things could get it really interesting here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, 17 to nothing. our score right now. Adam Central leading. This Adam Central defense has been the uh, top-notch defense that they've been all season here in this game so far. Now the Huskies have first and 10 at the 39-yard line of Adams Central. Going to drop back to throw. Dvorak rolling out to his right, looking for a man open. He's going to throw under pressure. He's throwing it up. He's got a man open. Underthrown, though. We have a flag come out. That's defensive pass interference there. Looks like it's going to be on Gabe Conan, I believe. They've been kind of picking on Gabe. Yeah, they have. And they're looking for uh, the receiver on the outside, and Gabe just swiped at his arm there. Uh, obvious pass interference penalty. And uh, in high school, it's not spot foul. It's 15-yard penalty, I believe. Right, yep. So uh, If it was a spot foul, they'd be down at the one-yard line. Yeah, yep. That would be an unfortunate fortunate break for them. And now uh, I think there will be a 15-yard penalty, a yeah, pass interference on the defense. Smart play, really, if you think about it, by Gabe to uh, that could have catch up a and bit a touchdown. Yeah, exactly. Caught up, held the arm back, and... Uh, a senior savvy there. A savvy senior there. Absolutely. That, that was a good one. Moves it up to the 29-yard line here for Aurora. First and 10. Now they line up in the pistol formation. Going to fake the handoff. Dvorak's going to roll back to his right. It's almost picked off here. Max Grandstrom, I believe, was the guy who almost picked it off there. Actually, that was uh, Riley Eckhart. He got his hands up. It was a little screen. Screen passes haven't been working out too well for the Huskies here tonight. And another one, uh, dangerously thrown, almost picked off. Man, that would have been a... Heck of a play there by Eckhart if he could have intercepted that ball. I bet those big boys up front would. Uh, <laughs> there would have been some excitement. Yeah, there would have been some excitement on that one. Here, 10-26 left to go here in the fourth. 20, 
20 to nothing is our score. I don't think that's the right score. It should be 17 to nothing. Here on this uh, first down, second down play, it's going to be almost intercepted here. Gabe Conant almost intercepted it as that ball was thrown into no man's land, but it falls incomplete. I it's not 20 to nothing, is it? I'm not going crazy. Why does the scoreboard say 20 to nothing? It's 17 to nothing, correct? Yeah, it is. Two touchdowns and a. And a slight go. Yeah, a slight go field goal. So. So it's 17 to nothing. I think they got it wrong here on the scoreboard. Yeah, 10-21 left to go here in the fourth quarter. And now here on this third down play, third and 10 for the Huskies. They're going to line up in the shotgun, fake the handoff, going to throw it underneath here. It's going to be caught. Is it enough for a first? We'll see. It's going to be very close. I think they did just get that first down. One ref is signaling first, and it is a first. So it's down at the 15-yard line. Uh, the Huskies in striking position here. Yeah, and they've been chewing up a lot of clock here. Um, I, I think if they want to get back into this, they may have to show some some hustle here to get back into this game. And now here on first and 10 for the Huskies at the 15-yard line. Dvorak going to hand it off here to the running back. The running back's going to make a nice move, get a good yardage here, get about six yards. The running back that's in now is Carlos Colazzo. He got the carry there. Yeah, tough run there by Carlos as well. And when you got to replace a guy like Morrill, uh, who's your talented back, it's a good tough run. Yeah, make it second and four now here for the Huskies. 9.30 left to go here in the fourth quarter. I'm still so confused about this scoreboard. I don't remember seeing another field goal. Here they're going to run it with Dvorak. Dvorak's going to be bottled up near the line of scrimmage. He maybe got a yard or two. So this will make it third down now here for the Huskies after that Dvorak run. Huge third down, and uh, clock is still ticking here, almost nine minutes. Uh, things are getting pretty tight for the Huskies. Yeah, things are getting tight for everybody. You can kind of feel it. The scoreboard is really messing with my brain, though. There wasn't another field goal, was no, there? No, it's 17 nothing. 17-0. All right, now here on this third down play, scoreboard's all messed up. They're going to run the ball here, and I don't think he's going to get it. Dvorak ran it himself. He gets it about two yards closer. It is going to make it fourth and short here. Either way, if they kick a field goal here, it's a two-possession game. If they score a touchdown here, it's a two-possession game. Obviously, we don't know their kicking situation, but what, what, what do you do here? What would well, you do, I, special I think, teams coach? Well, you're fortunate enough to be inside the 10, which you haven't been much, so I think you got to try and either pick up the first down or go to the end zone here and, and worry about maybe those three points later on. All right, so fourth down and three here for the Huskies. They're going to line up in the, a shotgun pistol-type formation. I'm not really sure what to call it. They're going to roll out to the right with Dvorak. It's going to be tipped up in the air. Incomplete! The Patriots make another stand. This defense is going to turn the ball over on downs. And Adam Central, that defense once again playing unbelievable. Oakland Smith there with the deflection. Yeah, that was a heck of a play by Oakland. He rolled out in the – he had his zone coverage there. And uh, – Almost threw it right into him for an interception. Great play uh, by the Patriot defense in Oakland Smith. 8-11 now left to go. Adam Central trying to close out this football game and move on to the semifinals where it looks like they would take on Pierce, who is winning right now over Ord, 35-14 to in that game. And right now they're also trying to knock out the defending uh, state champions, which is never easy no matter, no matter what's going on because they got the pride of, hey, we won it all last year. We're at home. We can't go out like... We can't go out um, like this, you know what I mean? Here on first down, they're going to run the ball with Gabe Conant. 
off tackle, and it's going to get about five yards there, and that'll make it second and five now here for the uh, Patriots. Yeah, good run there for Gabe to, to get at least five yards, and I, you know I don't know if you're starting to kind of crush the will of the Aurora defense here, so we'll see how this how this drive kind of pans out and if they can stand tall and get a stop. you got to think if they can get a touchdown here, can the Patriots, that would basically put this game away. Yeah, I think that, that would definitely end the game and, and really kill any of the will that you have on, on the side of the Huskies. 7.30 left to go here. Adams Central leading right now 17 to nothing. Mike Spataro here with you alongside former St. Cecilia football player Wade Dykeman here on second down. They're going to run the ball again with Gabe Conant. This time he's got some good running room. It looks like he's going to be very, very close to that first down. He gets a push from his offensive lineman. They mark him down. Can't really see. There's a lot of bodies over there right now. They give him the first down. So another five-yard carry there for Gabe on second and four. And that uh, moves the sticks. Now, right now, we're starting to see it. A heavy dose of Gabe Conant, like we said, could happen here in the fourth. Yeah, they do a great job getting the getting the ball in their playmaker's hands. And, and right now, if it's working, if you can chip, chip away four or five yards a pop, uh, I expect them to keep going to Gabe Conant. Right now, Sutton taking control over Battle Creek. They're down 21-8. to They're now up 30-21 to in the fourth quarter. So Sutton trying to avoid that upset. And right now here, Adam Central trying to win a game on the road against Aurora here on first down. They're going to hand the ball off again to Gabe Coney. He's going to make a move. He's going to be up the sideline. He's going to get a first down. He does about 11 yards there on first and 10. And another first down here for Gabe. He's starting to fill up the stat sheet here. Yeah, his 22nd carry, and um, yeah, he had 56 yards at half, so we'll have to tally up kind of what he has here. But uh, good game so far by Gabe Conan. Yes, and he is, I think they're kind of trying to make him the closer here. Yeah, I, I think so. And, and when you're running the football the way they are getting that push, uh, this is all about toughness right now. So they have fixed the scoreboard. It is 17 and nothing now. First and 10 from the 31-yard line here for the Patriots. God, that really messed with my brain a second ago. Here they line up with the pistol formation. Going to hand the ball off here to Gabe Conant once again. He's going to get a nice gain here once again. They keep running him off tackle. This one goes for about four yards, I'd say. Maybe three, so I'll make it second and seven here for the Patriots. Another decent run by Gabe. Yeah, good job again by Patriot offensive line. And if you're uh, running these 30-second play clocks all the way down as well, you're, you're doing very well to establish a drive here. Chip away at that clock. Yeah, that's what they're trying to do. Already down to 5.50 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Time is really running out here for the Aurora Huskies. They trail right now 17 to nothing. The defending state champs trying to stay alive here in the Class C1 playoffs. Here on second down, and it is seven. They gave them a three-yard gain there. Five and a half left to go here. Five left on the play clock. Three, two. They get the snap off. Hand it off to Gabe Conant. Once again, he makes a nice move. He's going to have a first down and more. Keeps his feet moving. He's down at the 46-yard line. Another good run by Gabe, really trying to close this game out here. Yeah, he sure is, and and uh, he's over my stat sheet here. He's got 24 carries. Uh, got to make another column here for Gabe. Yeah, I know. You're running out of room here for Gabe. We haven't seen him get this many carries all year, I think, at least in the games we've seen. Yeah, I don't think he's had over oh, over 23 carries. Uh, normally gets a couple receptions mixed in there as well, but uh, getting – a lot of carries right now trying to, to work this clock here late in the game. Yeah, and they are doing a good job of it. Like you said, they keep running down the whole 30 seconds. We're already down to five minutes left to go. They're really trying to put away this drive or put away this game with a good drive here. Here on first and 10. Line up in the pistol. Going to hand it off to Gabe Conant once again. He's going to make a decent move, get about three yards here again. Make it second and seven now here for the Patriots. He's down at the 49-yard line. And we'll see maybe if Aurora can... And come up there and maybe rip the football out of Gabe Conant's hands. I, 
you know, only a couple fumbles on the season for Gabe, and I don't know if he's even lost a single one. So uh, he's, a, he's a tough runner, and he can hang on to that ball well. But right now, that's what Aurora needs. They need a big, big, big momentum shifter here because they're down three scores. It's going to be tough. Four minutes, 4.15 left to go here in the fourth. Adam Central, this is really a championship-type drive here so far. They're, they're moving the ball, running this clock down, trying to get this win. Now here on second and seven, going to hand the ball off here once again to Gabe Cohn. He's going to run off tackle. He's going to get about four, maybe five yards here on second down. This is going to make it third and very short, about third and two here. So a big play here for the Aurora defense. Yeah, it's a big third down. and Third and one, I think they're calling it. Yep. And what's amazing is Adam Central's lined up running off tackle. Aurora knows it's coming, and they just can't seem to stop it right now. So uh, I think, that, like we said earlier, these runs are going to wear on Aurora defense, and I think we're starting to see that now in the fourth quarter. There's, they're starting to get tired. we got guys with hands on the hips. Yep, yep, I agree. Yeah, they're, they're big boys. They've got their hands on their hips, and they're wearing them down here. They are, and this is, this is what the stuff – this is what you need to do in the playoffs. Absolutely. Now five seconds left to go on the play clock. 3.20. This clock is flying by now here on this third down play. They're going to hand the ball off to Gabe. He gets the first down and about three, two extra yards there. Going to get them down at the 47-yard line, 43-yard line, excuse me. So that will be a first down, and Adam Central continues to move this ball. Yeah, and you don't see Aurora um, really using any of their timeouts here. So I don't know if they're just content with letting this clock run and, and uh, call it quits. I don't, I don't know yet. Maybe they're saving the timeouts. I would imagine they still got a little bit of hope here. They do have all three left. The clock has just hit three minutes left to go here in the fourth quarter. And right now, Adam Central trying to put away this football game. And like I said, this is a championship-type drive here so right. far. I mean, this is the stuff that you need to do in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. And they started this drive what, on the, inside their own 15-yard line and uh, working the clock now. Now here on this first down play, going to hand the ball off again to Gabe. You guessed it. Oh, wait. No, that time they kept it with Evan Johnson. You didn't guess it. They got two <laughs> yards with Evan that time. It's going to make it second and eight now here. He kept it on that option read. They always get me with that because Evan doesn't run it a lot. He doesn't. And I'll tell you what, they do. They coach this well, and they do it really effectively with Evan Johnson running that zone read. Still no timeout left from the Aurora sideline. Clock's about to hit two minutes. 2.10 left to go here in the fourth quarter. This clock is just moving, and Adam Central is really moving the ball here. This has been a an impressive drive here because, like you said, Aurora knows what's coming. They just haven't really been able to stop it. Adam Central Keeps running off tackle, except that last time, Evan Johnson kept it on the read. Now here on second down, they're going to hand it off to Gabe Conant off tackle. He's going to break a tackle. He's going to get up there for a first down and more. He's down at the 30-yard line, and Gabe Conant putting this football game away right now. It's a minute 48 left to go here in the fourth quarter now, and he's just having himself a drive. Yeah, absolutely, and that all but wraps it up right there for the Patriots. A heck of a job from that front offensive line to, to block down and just push these big guys of Aurora up front, uh, just kind of killing the will up front of the Aurora defense. I think you're right. I think maybe Aurora is kind of waving the white flag here. They haven't called. They have all three in their back pocket. One thirty left to go. It's getting to the point where it'd be too late to call a timeout. Obviously, they're still down three possessions, so it would have been tough even if they did call those timeouts and were able to get a stop. But here, the Patriots will line up in. We have a whistle. I think the play clock hit zero. We have a timeout here from Adam Central. So uh, let's stick it here for a sec. Let's get you our 
presenting sponsors for high school football here tonight. Mary Landing Healthcare, Your Care, Our Inspiration, Oscar Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, and Impact Ag Partners, your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more. Wade, we thought this would be a close game. It has been an interesting game. Obviously, Adam Central's kind of been in control all night, but it's really thanks to the defense. I don't think we thought it would be this much of a defensive battle here tonight. Yeah, I actually, you know, I thought uh, Aurora might be able to get some points in this game, and uh, I knew that the defense had to step up, which on on either side to to win this game. So uh, the Patriots definitely doing that right now. So yeah, minute fourteen left to go. I think the Patriots just called that timeout because they were about to get a delay of game penalty, and they do have first and ten here. They line up in the pistol formation coming out of this timeout. Still yet to see if the Huskies are going to take one. I think if they would, they'd take one after this play. So I think if they don't take one, this game's essentially over. Here they're going to hand the ball off to Gabe Conant. He's going to slither his way through the offensive line, and he's going to be down at the 25-yard line, a five-yard gain there. Don't see a timeout coming from the Aurora Husky sideline. A minute left to go here in this football game. Adam Central on their way to moving on to the semifinals where it looks like they will play against Pierce. They're winning right now 42-14 to in the fourth. And Wahoo right now just beat Columbus Scotus 49-7. to Wayne right now looks like they might upset Ashland Greenwood 21-13. And uh, looks like the Patriots will be moving on to the semifinals here. One more play, and they'll be able to run the clock out as the clock is hitting 30 seconds now. They do have to run this last play here. They're going to hand the ball off to Gabe Conan. He's going to be stuffed in the backfield this time for a loss of about one. Let's hope he's all right. He gets right back up on his feet. That'll end the football game here. The Patriots able to put together a long drive there. When did they get that ball? About seven and a half minutes left. Yeah, I, you know what? I think it might have been even more than that, around eight or eight, nine eight minutes. And nine, eight yeah. and a half, I think, yeah, it might be closer to that. So that ends your football game. The Patriots move on to the semifinals here. Adam Central wins this football game over the defending Class C1 state champs. They've been knocked out. The Patriots move on to the semifinals. 17 to nothing, your final here at Aurora High School. We'll take a quick 90-second break. We'll have a wrap-up for you right after this on ESPN 1550. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, That's where we always go. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings is the trusted name in sports injury management. The staff of PTSR provides up-to-date and efficient care of sports-related injuries, returning athletes quickly and safely back to the playing field. PTSR offers free evaluation of sports-related injuries to all area athletes during convenient 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. hours, Monday through Friday. Call 402-462-8824. Remember, Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings for all your physical or occupational therapy needs. 
ESPN 1550, KICS. Welcome to a little wrap-up here. The Adams Central Patriots move on to the semifinals here in the Class C1 State playoffs. They win over the defending C1 State champs, Aurora. 17 to nothing is the final score here in Aurora High School. And the Patriots uh, had a great game here off uh, defensively. They really carried the night. Absolutely. Yeah, they did a heck of a job. You, you know, hats off to this Adam Central team for the way they've been playing this season, the way they've been coached. Um, fought, fought hard on defense, all those big guys on that line, stuff in the run, and then also these linebackers and DBs flowing up to, to make tackles. And then it's going to be a tough player of the game for you tonight. We'll talk about that in a little bit, though. Uh, let's talk about this. The, the Patriots move on to the semifinals. Looks like they're going to play against uh, Pierce right now as they're beating Ord. 42 to 12, 42 to 14. Adam Central will be at home next week, and ah, it's just been a great season. They move on to 11 and 0 here to the Patriots. Yeah, great season so far, and you know your hats off to this team for the way they played and um, getting back to back wins against Aurora in the same season. Uh, that's huge for the program and, and huge for Coach Mulligan and especially these seniors. Uh, now we got two more. Gabe Conan having a big game here tonight. He put it away at the end. Yeah, he sure did. And this offensive line. Just going off tackle, Aurora knew it was coming, and they, they couldn't stop it. Gabe running hard, and good blocking by that offensive line. And now the uh, Adams Central Patriots, like we said, move on to 11-0. The the season is over for the Aurora Huskies. They fall to 8-4. and Still a good season overall. You know, you make the quarterfinals after losing all those seniors last year. Of course, they uh, defended their state championship well. They didn't come out here and get blown out. They, they actually upset the 8 seed last week on the road. So a good showing by the Huskies. And they played well here tonight against a really strong Adam Central team. But nonetheless, Adam Central moves on, looking like, like I said, they'll play Pierce at home next week in the semifinals. And then if they win that game, they'll be on to the uh, Lincoln for the state championship. But right now, I'm sure all they're worried about is uh, next week's game and maybe enjoying this one a little bit. But again, the final score here tonight, 17 to nothing. The Patriots winning over the Huskies. Let's thank our presenting sponsors one last time. Mary Lanning Healthcare, Your Care, Our Inspiration, Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sudden, and Impact Ag Partners, your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more. We'll take a quick break. After that, we'll have the player of the game for you right after this on ESPN 1550. Play-by-play -play of tonight's game has been brought to you by the ESPN 1550 KICS Sports Boosters. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the player of the game and the coaches' post-game show on ESPN 1550 KICS. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946 with over 70 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you are building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evening and Saturday by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. It's time now for the player of the game on ESPN 1550 KICS. Real quick, before we get to the player of the game, of course, Mike Spataro here with you alongside Wade Dykeman, former St. Cecilia football player and special teams coach. We didn't get you some scores from around the area. Let's do that really quick. We got time. Uh, and 
the Hastings High Tigers right now losing in the third quarter, 28-14. to 14. You can hear that game over on 1230 KHS. Sutton has taken over in the second half. They're up 38-21 to 21 after being down 21-8 to eight to in that halftime. They have completely taken over that game. And, of course, Adam Central wins tonight 17 to nothing. Let's get you some other scores from around the area. Millard West, from around all of state playoffs, actually, starting with Class A. Millard West beat Elkhorn South 21-14. They're at halftime. Bellevue West winning against Omaha Burke in the fourth quarter 34 to nothing. Omaha West side right now over Lincoln Southeast 35 to nothing. Millard South beat Grand Island earlier today 34-24. Moving over to Class B, Scotts Bluff right now beating Norris 35-13. Grand Island Northwest losing to Omaha Roncalli. 34-17, and Omaha Scott right now taking care of Bennington, 34-13 in the third quarter. In Class C1, Pierce beating Ord, 42-14. Looking like Adam Central will play Pierce next week. Wahoo uh, just absolutely dismantled Columbus Scotus in a 2-7 matchup, 49-7. And Ashland Greenwood looking to get upset right now by Wayne, 28-13. That's a 3-11 right there. Sutton, like I said, came back against Battle Creek. They're up 38-21. North Bend to Central. Right now in a close one against BRLD, 36-32 in the third quarter. Oakland Craig just dominating Donovan Trumbull, 50-8. And we have a final. St. Paul beat David City Aquinas, 25-10 in that one. So, Wade, uh, who are our candidates for the player of the game? Well, first and foremost, Evan, Evan Johnson. Uh, passing, he had a great night, 9 of 18 for 124 yards. Maybe not as many yards as we would normally see from him, but we did see that big touchdown. And he was efficient, and he took care of the football well. Um, he did it with his legs tonight as well. Nine carries, 75 yards, and a touchdown. So uh, good night for Evan. And then Gabe Conant, uh, 30 carries. Uh, that might be a maybe a season high for him. I'd have to I think it is the season high. We'll see, though. We'll, yeah. we'll ask Sean Hill now. Yeah, 142 yards for him in this game. Uh, and then I think you've got to give shout-out to the, to the defense as well because they came to play tonight. Uh, I don't think this Aurora team had over 100 total yards. Uh, they kept stopping them for losses. They were attacking the football, deflecting passes away. So uh, great job by this, would you say, undersized defense. Uh, the way they've played this season and the, the heart that they've played with, uh, they're also great or uh, well-coached team. And now I like this little moment over here. we got the Adams Central fans and the players huddled up all together celebrating this win. Good win here tonight for the Patriots. They move on to the semifinals, one of the, the bigger wins in recent memory here for the Adams Central Patriots. We'll take a quick break. We'll have the player of the game right after this on ESPN 1550. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Welcome back to the post-game show, the player of the game here on ESPN 1550. And as we get our player of the game, we had our candidates. It was Evan Johnson, Gabe Conant, and the entire defense for the Patriots. Who are you giving it to? You know, I have to give it to the defense. We haven't given uh, a player of the game all season. Uh, these guys have, have worked their butts off and played well this season. So um, I wish I had the final stats for Aurora's offense, but they held them in check all evening. Uh, and you can't say enough about guys like Oakland Smith and uh, um, Eli O'Day, Eli, too. Eli O'Day, he had Hunter a couple Collins, of big plays. Cam Foster, uh, Slade Smith, and those big guys, Max Granstrom, uh, you know, the Dylan 
um, Dylan Anderson and then uh, Sam Hamburger, the, the, all those guys. They played a, a stout defense. They're well coached. They flew around to the ball, and it's been fun to watch. So all right. So the defense wins player of the game for the Adams Central Patriots. Well-deserved here tonight. They shut out the Aurora Huskies, the defending Class C1 state champs. We'll take another quick break after this. We'll have the coach's postgame show. Like I said, I don't know if Sean Mulligan even knows where we are, so we'll see if he comes up. And uh, we'll take one more quick break. Have the coach's postgame show right for you after this on ESPN 1550. You've been listening to the player of the game on ESPN 1550 KICS. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the Coach's Post Game Show. It's up next on ESPN 1550 KICS. b Carpet and Donovan. Now with Pergo Extreme Rigid Flooring, where high performance runs deep. Deeper visuals, deeper protection, deeper warranty. For the number one preferred brand in flooring, Pergo Extreme offers unmatched durability and a guarantee you expect from a high-performance floor. Pergo Extreme's warranty is worry-free for life, providing extreme debt resistance, 100% kid and pet-proof warranty, and waterproof warranty. For the worry-free solution, see B&B Carpets and Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say, that's where we always go. The Coach's Post Game Show is brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West South Street in Hastings. Welcome to the Coach's Post Game Show here on ESPN 1550. We're waiting to see if Sean Mulligan will make his way up here. It's a little bit more difficult here. We're a big football field. Like I said, I don't even know if he knows where we are necessarily because we didn't know where we were going to be before we came. We knew we'd be in the press box, but we'll see if he comes up right now. We'll just kind of talk about this victory for the Patriots here tonight. We've already said a lot about it, but... uh for the defense to come out and do what they did. Obviously, it's easy to play when your offense is dominating. They're up 50 to nothing. It's easy to play good D, but when it's a close game like this, like it was most of the game, 10 to nothing, 7 to nothing, 17 to nothing, it makes it a lot more difficult on the defense. And they, they played even with when the special teams made a mistake over here to turn the ball over around the 12-yard line of Adams Central, made it a very short field for the for the um, Aurora Huskies, but the Patriots stopped them. And then again, Huskies got on the other side of the field in the second half, trying to make the game close in the fourth quarter, and they stopped it about the 12-yard line, and that was really the end of the game right there. Yeah. So the defense tonight, like, you gave them the player of the game, and they were the story here tonight. Yeah, they sure are. It wasn't a fluke the way they played tonight. Uh, they've gotten better as the season gone has gone on, all these guys. Uh, it has been really exciting fun to watch. This team's well-coached, and if we get a, even an opportunity to talk to the defense coordinator, um, I'm sure he'll be thrilled about tonight's game as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we thought this would be a close game, and we said it in the pregame, because when we see Adam Central, they're usually blowing teams out. It's usually a running clock. I don't think we thought that was going to happen here tonight. It didn't, but I also don't think we thought it would be a 17 to nothing victory. Yeah. I thought if, if, if you told me Adam Central would have only scored 17 points in this game, I would have said they probably lost. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, that would have been tough for them. Um, but the way that their defense stepped up to play, and you came out here hoping Adam Central wouldn't uh, kind of lay an egg, per se, and uh, kind of lose this game uh, against a team you beat previously. But uh, I thought they did a heck of a job kind of bouncing back, keeping their heads clear, and they were ready to play from the start. And, of course, Evan Johnson, he, he had some nice plays here tonight. I think he had the uh, one passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown. So he really uh, did a good job, and Gabe Conant was just a closer here tonight. Yeah, then point out that uh, Evan Johnson now over 2,000 yards passing uh, and 20 touchdowns on the year and only two interceptions. So he's a heck of a player, and I think a kid that uh, has a bright future um, in football. Yeah, he definitely does. He's had a great season, a great career at Adams Central. It's not over yet, though. He's got at least one more game. I'm sure he wants to play two more games. 
They'll move on to the semifinals. They'll play. I think it's looking like they're going to play Pierce. 49 to 14 in the fourth. Pretty comfortable lead there for Pierce. And I'd say they're probably going to win that football game there. So we can look forward to that next week. Right now, Waverly just kind of taking over in the Hastings game. They're 41 to 14 all of a sudden. Last time I looked at that, it was 28 to 14. So Hastings high, not doing good there. That game over on 1230 KHAS. And uh, we'll take one more quick little break. We'll see if Sean Mulligan can make his way up here. Otherwise, we'll just kind of wrap it up. And uh, you're listening to the Coaches Postgame Show on ESPN 1550. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946 with over 70 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you are building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evening and Saturday by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. So again, welcome back to the Coach's Post Game Show here. I, I, I'm getting a little worried that Coach Mulligan's not going to be able to make his way up here. I think he's talking to people. He's busy. And like I said, I don't even know if he knows where we are necessarily. But uh, great game here tonight by the Patriots. They're moving on to the semifinals. 11-0 and on the season. And uh, trying to get that 12th win next week against Pierce. It just gets tougher the farther you go into the playoffs, though. Yeah, and it's it's interesting to watch because we've been with, the, with Adam Central since week one. And um, every step of the way, we've kind of thought that this is a team that has an opportunity to win a state championship and, and even play for one. So uh, it's been exciting to watch these guys, and it's just one step closer. You gotta, you gotta take it one game at a time. And we're allowed to look yeah, ahead. Yeah. We're allowed to to assume and say things like, "Oh, they can win the state championship." But right now, if you're Coach Mulligan, I'm sure that's the approach you're taking. Don't we? We're, we're not. We're in a win or go home. We're not in the semifinals. We're not in the state championship. We're in a win or go home game. And it's against Pierce more than likely at yeah, 49 to 14. Now we're against Pierce. We'll call it. I think the fat lady is sung in that game. So it's going to be at home next week too. So I'm sure they'll be back to be in the friendly confines of a uh, Patriot field. Yeah, it'll be exciting and uh, can't wait to watch that game and hope we're a part of it. All right. Well, we'll take uh, well, no, not take a break. We'll be out of here for my broadcast partner, Wade Dykeman and my producer and engineer back at the studio Keaton. I've been Mike Spataro.